Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Recording at 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whitty, California, at Undercity Comics. Keep it up with the nerds presents issue 148. <laughs> I'm Renee. <laughs> I'm looking at Brian. Go ahead. This is Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> I completely. What in the world was that? I was. We because we didn't talk about the issue before. Was oh like, my gosh. There was, here was the thing. There was a. There was definitely a delay. There was a 20% chance, I think. Of you trying to figure out the number because it was like it, it has to be between issues 145 we and 149. We were <laughs> so, talking about it earlier. So it was like what a 23% chance, 25% chance somewhere yeah. that you could have given the wrong I was, number. I was gonna say 149 because we did talk about 149. That's right. Early. Yeah. I don't know why in my head I was also thinking about 149 <laughs> yeah, and 147. I was thinking about 149 in my head. Yeah. 148. 148. Two issues plus an annual mm-hmm. away from the big 150. Some people call that three. Go check out our website at keepingupwiththenerds.com. <laughs> check out our socials, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel if you have not done so. And go subscribe to see our beautiful faces oh, yeah. for this show. Because uh, we do do a lot of visual gags, courtesy of Renee and sometimes Nick with his uh, snack opening gimmicks and stuff. Uh, you also get to see my frustrated face when Nick doesn't know when to shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, and go you know, subscribe to our uh, audio platforms as well. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yes. and Google Podcasts. Don't forget to uh, rate the show five stars if you like what you heard here. And if you don't like it and don't want to rate it, then don't. No, it's great. Yeah. I always know that technically it has been 26 episodes since Lewis was last on. And I only know that because this is state. I had a little behind the scenes kind of thing. So I was staring I, at it right now and I'm so like, I bought this. Ooh, I hit my head. Uh, I bought this little clapper thing, you know, because Brian said we needed one. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll get a dry erase one. So I we did. I don't know what moron put it, did it with Sharpie. No, no, no. It is, no, <laughs> this not is, Sharpie. No, this is, this is from. Oh, we left it over. We left the, it, yeah, so we, we left it overnight. We left it overnight, and then we came back a week later, and it was just not. This is legit dry erase, but I think we used the cheap one that came with it. Yeah, we used yeah. the cheap we, marker. We, usually, we use the Expo ones, you know, that yeah, just comes right off. And then it's just, it's, look. It's not coming out. <laughs> we tried using alcohol. We tried doing everything. Yeah. Things done. We tried using Tito's. <laughs> Dude, I literally oh, tried vodka. <laughs> we put hand sanitizer yeah. on it. We did all the tricks. Yeah, nothing. So every single time I look at it, I'm like, oh, it's been 26 episodes. Since yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right. So for uh, people that are interested in knowing what we're going to be talking about here on the show, uh, there's going to be uh, some comic strips. Yes. There's going to be some wrestling talk. We're back at it again. Yeah. This is like um, a very mixed bag. Yeah, and episode. actually, a little quick update. So, Renee and I have been talking about it. There is a crowd that wants us to talk about wrestling, 
Mm-hmm. And we kind of want to separate it from the show because I feel like you and I can actually go off yeah. pretty well. But here's the thing. I don't like just making things. I want to make it unique and special and, you know. Difficult. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> so there is something that's in the works, yeah. hopefully for year three. You want to uh, make it'll it happen. unique, but you want to copy a format from someone else. That's how it's done. <laughs> So, I don't know what to I, tell you. That's how just, the greatest shows come I'm out. Just, I, I'm, no, I'm just because from yeah. our production meeting, you said, I want to do this, this this way. Now you're going, it's unique. Nick knows how to humble people down. But I sometimes really he does. doesn't know he how really to humble. Does. Yeah, but here's the thing. Sometimes really it's not does. humbling. It's just he wants to tear the whole thing down. Yeah. It's just you're destructive. That's you're, what you are, Nick. My my motto is light a match. Sure. Anyways. <laughs> just pray like, pray just it doesn't like, blow up. Just light a match. Light a match and just leave it there. Let's see what happens. Let's just uh, see, let's see where it goes. Where wrestling. It goes. And uh, we're going to be talking about the writer strike again. Yes. More in detail because you had a listener that didn't know much about it yes. or didn't know that it was going on. Mm-hmm. So we're actually going to be expanding more on it, giving a little more details yeah. and uh, expanding on it because mm-hmm. it is something that we are definitely interested in. Yeah. Well, it's definitely also, do it, support. It's ha- I mean, it's halted a lot of productions mm-hmm. of stuff that we like. So it's affecting about. our content. Yeah, it really is. Not so, the writer strike, but the people that aren't giving into the demands of the writers. They are affecting our content. So now we're joining the strike for that reason. Are we joining the strike? Are how, you gonna, are how, you, how would we join the strike? We have to go to the picket line. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll talk. I'm more striking you, Brian. <laughs> I'm on strike. I'm on strike because of you. You go to I'm the not pic- writing you go anymore. To the picket line. We hate Brian. We hate- <laughs> Can you imagine actually picks up? <laughs> like, that would be hilarious. You know what? I want to do it now. Oh my god! For some reason, they said you know they just didn't like Brian Cavetto. On the, that's one of their demands. Don't have Brian Cavetto. Don't the, just don't in the writers' meeting. <laughs> like, cancel Brian. Cancel For Brian, what, dude. Huh? <laughs> For what? I'll pick. A, I'll pick a reason. Oh my god! How have you guys been? Uh, weeks been? It's been okay. It's been, yeah. yeah. It's been long. Oh, been actually, long if you guys are watching the YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, you notice that we're all we all have the uh, Green Lantern Corps. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, what's the motto, Brian? <sighs> I told it to you earlier. I like see if how you he's gonna put you on the spot right now. <laughs> you didn't remember. We told it to you. In brightest days and darkest nights, no evil. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Shall I'm escape not. my sight. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Dang it, why do I know that? <laughs> oh my god, dude. Why do you want to put me on the spot? Because it's funny. Because it's funny. <laughs> it is kind of funny. I don't know the rest of it. Because beware my power. Green Lantern's might. And it's Blackest oh, like- Night. Blackest Night. Blackest Night. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I got I passed with the D. Yeah. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. give you I'll give you an L. For a lantern. <laughs> the reason why we have <laughs> these rings is because this week. Uh, Greenland. Well, upon recording this week, uh, Green Lantern issue one has released for DC Comics, and whenever an, a new issue of Green Lantern comes out, they always have promotional rings. So we were able to grab one each. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Susan. Understand comics. Thanks, Nick, for embarrassing me. You just made it easy for certain people to come after me now. Oh, I know. I, I I'm expecting people to walk up to you and go, "Nerd card." Right there. Come on. Come on. Dude, Literally. I'm hole punch it. No, 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 no. I might not be for what? It's a strike. For what? You don't know the Lantern Core oath? What is wrong with you? Yeah, but I know other stuff that you don't know. So like what? Like what? Klingon? Dude, literally you speak Klingon? <laughs> Here's the thing, Nick. I'm gonna, call you, I'm gonna call you out on something, all right? Here's the thing. When you don't know something about nerdy stuff, you tend to start attacking people. I do. Yeah. 
That's my default. Yeah, that's your default. You just go on the attack. Exactly. So you shut up. All right? Because that's what ends up happening when I start talking Star Trek. You go, no one cares about it. No one does. No, people do care about it. Who? People. Like who? The people. The people, dude. Of the world. Just shut up. Just shut up. I know you turned just on shut. Star Trek a million times a million different TVs. All around the world. <laughs> <laughs> How's the prank war going, Nick? It's actually not bad. Yeah, Would update you? on that. Because we didn't talk about it last week. We didn't talk about it yeah, last week. Yeah, we didn't time. need to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was it relevant to <laughs> So I so I I've I've subdued him into a lull. I've then I brought him on to my team because mm-hmm. he now knows if he helps me, I won't prank him. <laughs> so now we're pranking someone else at the work. Oh my god! You passed on the curse. <laughs> yes. So like so like today, uh, a lot of like our administration they all went to the Laker game. Mm. All together they went to the they went to. I've been like pranking your boss. Yes. <laughs> it's always good. No. Wasn't it wasn't our boss? Uh-huh. It, was the, it was one of the security guards. So then what we did is he walked over and he was like, "I don't have any post-it notes. Like mm-hmm. we gotta put post-it notes on his car." And I was like, "No, I'm trying to draw something on his car." So I drew a very fun thing. Can't talk about it, but let's just say it was veiny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, My did you right like, for okay to clarify for the listeners or watchers? Did, how did you draw? Did you draw it exactly on his car, or did you get something to draw and then stick it on his no, car? No, no, no. I drew it in the dirt in his window. Oh, okay. Because it's genius. Because the thing is that it's in a dark alley, mm-hmm. or it's in a, it's in a dark parking lot. Mm-hmm. So when he gets back, he's not gonna see it, and he's gonna get in his car. He's gonna mm-hmm. drive away. Is this? And it's gonna be about a week until you know, he sees it. Is this drawing I, also show completion? Yes. You know what? <laughs> I feel like Nick He's not gonna see it for doesn't just weekend. read comic books. He lives them. <laughs> because the more I think about his stories of like how he, you know, abuses mm-hmm. people. No, no, it's abuse at this point. Here's, here's no. the thing. No, it is abuse, okay? So so mm-hmm. the more I think about it, mm-hmm. right? The yeah. more you can start to draw parallels to how the Joker has tried to persuade people to join him or how Sidious has tried to persuade yeah. others. Uh-huh. Listen, and it just Anakin. takes one bad day. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. No, think about it, right? Right. And if, <laughs> I, I can assure you. I can assure you. You know what scene came to mind? Yeah. When the Joker beats up. Uh, Jason Todd? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's Nick is that if you don't comply, Mm -hmm. he'll just beat you Mm -hmm. until like there's nothing left. That's kind of how you've been. Yeah. If you you fight back, you're just going to. Yeah, exactly. Like you (laughs) should go down tired. Listen, it's not abuse. It's just a funny prank. It's just a fun prank. That's war. that's what the that's something that the Joker would say. What? Dude, I didn't kill a peop, a ton of people in a hospital. That's extreme. It was it was a message. That's extreme. Well, it's I don't think prank. it's extreme. It was a prank. Bro, dude, funny it's a prank. Joke, <laughs> it doesn't. You're destroy the Joker of the It doesn't group destroy now. anything. Literally, all you gotta do is just take your hand and go. You make away. people. But no permanent you just damage. yeah, but you Yet. just won't see it. The f- the greatest Nick, time. Where do you draw your jokes? That's where I want to know. Like, on a where car. Definitely on a car. Definitely. I want to know where the line gets yeah. drawn. Where you say like, you know what? Where this does it is get where drawn? I, yeah, it, I don't think you've reached your limit destruction. yet. Destruction. Destruction. Destruction or harm? Of what? <laughs> like of materialistic of, of, stuff or a person's mind? Both. It has to. No, it, no, not both. Because you made one of your coworkers insane. That's, yeah, that's true, but that's a psyche. You could fix that. Oh, mm. Therapy. Yeah, 
they got the a good insurance. Money. Yeah, they got if they got good insurance, they can get it. Point yeah. being, I think Nick he is. He works the Joker. for the district. He Look, can get man. good. He can get a good therapist. Yeah. Okay, it's fully yeah. paid. Dude, I'm tra- full ride. <laughs> Listen, I, I. It's not that I didn't start this. I just want to remind everyone. It I isn't didn't, my fault I that the prank wars are happening. Mm-hmm. I just came about it. That's I exactly what the Joker's meant. Thank you. Is. See, you see, dude. There's it, a, it all started when you put on that mask. <laughs> <laughs> you happy, dude? You happy? You're I the mean, villain, dude. You're the Why villain. Why am I the villain? Because look at all the way you're acting, dude. If anything, I'm I'm just winning a prank war. <laughs> Why can't you Comic strips. <laughs> Why can't you be excited for me winning a prank war? Because you're the type of person. You, look, man, the people that the people that will agree with you, right? People are loving this. They're loving this, right? If they're listening to Nick's little prank war mm-hmm. segments, they're loving it. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: the people that like you, right, and that will idolize you, are the same people that believe that Harley Quinn and the Joker are a perfect match. Oh God, <laughs> are you happy with that? You're the villain here, Nick. All right. I don't think there's a line that you've discovered yet. Someday you will. Yeah, it's gonna. Someday gonna you're gonna line. be watching. <laughs> Someday he's gonna yeah. be walking down the street, right, in the rain, and the puddle will be forming right in front of him. And then he looks down in the puddle and sees a reflection of himself, and he realizes, "My God, this is who I truly am." And then a maniacal laugh happens as he stares into the sky. Lightning strikes, <laughs> and that's when he realizes that his true calling was to be destructive. Nick, you're next. <laughs> You want you want a piece of this? I'll give it to you. The way that Nick and I, the story when it finishes, it'll yeah. finish just like an Endgame. I will literally drive. Is it Endgame when Batman and Joker oh, yeah. both die? It's an Endgame, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it is. Endgame before Endgame. Yeah, they the Endgame before the Endgame. Still the title. <laughs> no, uh, I don't. I don't see myself as the villain. I see myself as the hero. I know that's what a lot of villains say. <laughs> the villains don't see themselves as villains. I mean the high. What did what did the uh, what is it the high evolutionary set in Guardians Three? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm not a I'm not a conqueror. He's not a conqueror. He's yeah. just trying to make the universe better. Yeah. You're not- <laughs> <laughs> I, just can't. I can't. I can't. Dude. <laughs> it's okay, Nick. You played yourself into this one. You're the villain. I didn't do anything. <laughs> they started it against me. I'm defending myself. I'm going to write for mayor and I'm going to make Gotham better. I am. I'm Harvey Dent. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I believe in Harvey Dent. Yeah. So when do you when do you put acid on your face and just start melting off and become Two-Face, dude? No. The, the thing is Who do you that, want to be, Two-Face or Joker? See, the thing is that it's not that to, that the acid has to hit though. You you are Harvey Dent no matter what. I'm not. You're definitely. I'm not I'm not Harvey Dent. Oh my! No, you're Jekyll and Hyde. How? I feel like I don't need to explain that. <laughs> There's no explanation. The Listen. evidence is here. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the show? Yeah. You are definitely Jekyll and Hyde. How? You'll be calm and then out of nowhere. No! Stop! Yeah. That's Jekyll and Hyde. I'm behavior. like Batman Year One. <laughs> no, that's Jekyll and Hyde. Unhinged behavior. sometimes. You because are... the Joker bugs me. You are. That's not Batman. No, 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 no. 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 You see, I've cracked no. Nick, dude. I've cracked him. I've you cracked him. No, you're a Jekyll He's and broken. Hyde. He's 
Nick can bleed. You are Bruce. You are Bruce Banner, and the Hulk. They say Brock Lesnar can't bleed. Cody Rhodes proved that wrong. Oh, it's true. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. and now Nick Valero says he can't be bothered. <laughs> He's now bothered. <laughs> comic strips. Comic strips. Moving on. If you guys are new to the show oh, yeah. and don't know what comic strips are, it's a good callback to an old a, segment. Yeah, there you go. Brian's bothers. That's funny. I just got it. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Comic strips like, is the segment of the show where we talk about topics that don't merit a five to ten minute conversation. And hope to God that Nick doesn't change it because, you know, that's what he usually does on every other issue. Oh, so you're pulling the mic away. Don't flip off, dude. Relax. People, it's an angled camera angle, dude. Oh, my God. Moving Nick. on. Moving on. No. Because I don't think YouTube gets affected by that. No, it's just words. Yeah, it's just words. Don't you do it. Don't. Not. Behave yourself. Where do I start? Let's see. Bottom of the page. So, uh, actually, you sent this. Yes. Oh God, shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a delay. Like, <laughs> uh, starting off with something that you sent us in the chat. <laughs> I thought you were going to move on. And you just like, you had to mention oh, Listen, I got to acknowledge some of the stupid things he says. Uh, I'm sorry if I mispronounced this. Uh, Dolph Lundgren? Dolph Lundgren, yeah. Uh, so no, it's, he, Lugren. Uh, it's Lugren. It's mm Lugren. -hmm. He confirms in an interview <laughs> that him and Stallone almost got in a physical fight. Yes. On the set of the first Expandables. First Expandables. Expendables. Not Expandables. Expendables. Expendables. Expandables is what happened to Shut the up! God, Nick. You're already tangenting. I'm not tangenting. You said Expandables. Expendables. Yes. I thought he said Expendables. He said Expandables. Was, okay, well, You're the listeners will know. <laughs> <laughs> I did say Expandables. Yeah, you did? My, yeah. yeah. That's my bad. It's Expendables. That's their waistline. <laughs> Certain ones. Not all of them. Uh, but they almost got physical on the set of the first Expendables. Yes. And uh, I kept reading the article a little bit more. Uh, in this little interview, he basically said that the reason that there was a lot of frustration between him and Stallone, mm -hmm. Stallone directed this film, if you guys didn't know, yeah. Um, was because there were certain parts where Stallone kept making him retake certain mm -hmm. shots. Yeah, it was. It didn't feel right to Stallone, at least. Yeah. And Dolph thought he was at least putting in some good job into the takes that he was doing. They were doing like over 15 takes, apparently. Mm -hmm. And Stallone just kept getting more aggravated every single take to yeah. the point where they stopped and Stallone had to literally yell at him in front of production and in front of apparently uh, reporters, because it was international reporters. Uh, were there? Yeah, were there, and they were witnessing basically Stallone talking down on Dolph Lundgren. I think there was a quote there that said that Stallone said that his grandmother can do better or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he said yeah. he said my grandmother can act better than what you're doing, which is it's funny because it literally reminded me of us <laughs> when we were. <laughs> We are in when, when when we're recording or when we're about to do something, we can literally yell at each other, and then even throughout the day, like we could get to that point where we do say something aggravating that it does affect one of us. But then at the end of the day, Stallone basically <laughs> Stallone uh, basically apologized. You know, after yeah. they were all done and stuff like that. I've I mean, never apologized because you I've don't meant, ever want to apologize. I meant every word. 
<laughs> no, I, no, I haven't. I yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Because that doesn't just apply to me. You said stuff to yeah. him, too. I know. I was, about to say, I, was like, I was like, no, wait, I didn't mean anything towards Renee. Yeah. I meant everything towards Renee. It's like, uh, Asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> Roll back the footage. Just kidding. I'm like, Dude, I like Renee. Everyone likes me. It's true. He's cuddly. It's fine. I don't need to be liked. I don't need to be loved. You don't go to dinner with no, us. No, but we love you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. you love me. I do. This you, guy doesn't. You don't go to I dinner with us. When? When When have I? When have I had the chance? We can go out today? No. <laughs> you missed your chance. We went to Jack's. Oh, yeah. What was I doing? Um, Sitting at home alone? No. Wait, no, you were... Okay, we went to Jack's. It was on Free Comic Book Day. That's the last time we went. No, that was also... We also went out That to was when we were going to go see Guardians. Oh, no, we, we went, went to Norm's. Didn't yeah, we? we went to Norm's before. We went to Norm's before. I don't remember. Uh, Sorry, this is no, a no, side it's conversation, a t- guys. Yeah. Andy did us, dude. <laughs> oh, my this God, a, dude. This is a personal conversation. An example <laughs> of how Nick tangents the segment. There you go. You're welcome. Uh, in the interview, he also said uh, that this wasn't the first time that Dolph has injured Stallone physically. Oh, yeah. Apparently it was for Rocky, Rocky Ford. Ford. Yeah, yeah, they got into the same kind of tiff. And when it came to the fight, uh, Dolph didn't hold back in some of the punches. That yeah, he was doing. knocked him out. Then he had to go to the hospital. Yeah, so that's a fun little tidbit I, I, there. I can I can kind of see that because I do know that for exp- for Expendables, mm-hmm. a lot of those guys thought that it was just kind of like a B movie. They didn't really care. Well, I mean, it's kind of like well, yeah. all the greatest action stars in one movie mm-hmm. for like one last round, and they were all kind of getting. They're all old, dude. Yeah, they're all yeah, old. A bunch of testosterone flowing in that production. You know, <laughs> like uh, there yeah. were a couple and, women in there too. No. No, uh, not, in the first for, not in the first one. The first one, one. It was in the it's second one. Second one. Well, there was a there was there was a woman, but she was the love interest. I don't know if I've never really had an interest in watching any of those expendable movies. They're, they're cool. They're okay. So the first one's fun. It's and, not great though. Yeah, it's not great. It's your it's it's what you expected with a star action cast. Yeah. Movie to be. Yeah. The action is good, but mm-hmm. the story is lacking. Yeah, yeah. the story because it's Sylvester Stallone wrote it and stuff, and he I directed mean, he it. He wrote Rocky in the first Rocky. Well, really good. I get that, but then also he was he, he wrote this one for a paycheck. Yeah, true. Okay, yeah. Uh, moving on. <clears throat> in uh, they're all on news. HBO Max, if you want to watch them, Are all three really? of them. Yeah, yeah they're dope. all on HBO Max. Oh, a fourth one is coming out this year. Yep. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Moving on to actor news, Jamie Foxx is supposedly doing okay. I didn't know yeah. about this, but mm-hmm. apparently he was hospitalized. Yes. I didn't know that he had uh, he was not in the best of shape. Yeah, he was a history of high blood pressure, apparently. So I didn't know that, but the reason I found out that he has been out of the hospital, I didn't even know he was in it. Yeah, um, no, I just saw that too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. His uh, daughter has confirmed that he hasn't been in the hospital for the past couple of weeks, that these reports have been lies, and that he's in really good condition recovering from whatever it was that he was having yeah. uh to the point that he was playing pickleball yeah was playing pickleball yesterday yeah that's that. I, yeah <laughs> i like how she Which had I don't, that part. I don't know what pickleball is but it sounds like a hoot and a half nick you know what pickleball <laughs> is seems like something you would play i have a pickle and I he has have a, ball. a pickle i don't know i have a pickle honestly thing. i don't I, I think it's I, I feel like pickleball is probably when you throw the ball at the wall and then you have to like bounce it back and forth but. i was expecting you to make a joke like he plays pickleball, pickleball with a pickle and two balls pickle uh, that's easy that's not there's, there's nothing Look, man, romantic you just, about that what is romantic does this have to do with the joke dude apparently there's a paddle involved <laughs> <laughs> it's like tennis it's like tennis but uh, is it's it like British tennis? Pickleball is an indoor-outdoor racket-slash-paddle sport where two players or four players hit a preforded hollow plastic ball over 36-inch high. Oh, perforated, sorry. 36-inch uh, 
inch high net using solid face paddles. Opponents of either side of the net hit the ball back and forth until one side commits so a rule infraction. So oh, it's so cheap man's tennis. It's yeah. No, it's a ping pong and tennis mixed. Oh, so it's like a life scale ping pong. Yeah. It's okay. like li- it's like full scale full size ping pong. That's a cool fact I didn't need to know. Moving on. <clears throat> this was first played in Brandbridge Island, Washington in 1965. Do we really need to talk about pickleball and when yeah, it was created? Yeah. Well, Keeping up with pickleball. Yeah, right. We're not a sports podcast, okay? To score pickleball. So why don't we talk about wrestling? Why don't we talk about cr- Basic sports entertainment? Rules. It's a difference. <laughs> what, do we want to talk about cricket now? Is that what we're going to do? I'm in. No. God, no. Let's go. God save we're the king. We're Americans. We don't play cricket. God save the king. <laughs> Moving on. Fast 10 releases next week. Definitely going to be talking about that. Probably in issue 149. We're going to talk about it at the end of this. We did say we were going to talk about that. True. Uh, but the review and our thoughts on it will be in issue 49. But today it has been confirmed that Vin Diesel is hinting that Fast 10 is the start of a final trilogy for the movie. It's going to go Fast 13. Dude. Or Fast 12? No. Fast X3. This is Fast <laughs> X1, then yeah. it's Fast X2, and mm-hmm. then Fast X3. So this is technically the 10.1 version. Wait. So we're going to get a 10.2. Hold on. Is it fa- so is that really what it's going to It's going to so be a three-parter? or is it? has said. He said that, he's, that there might be mm-hmm. three movies to this finale. I don't know, dude. Dude, that's I went in for an interview. I went in for an interview for another position and I didn't get it. And I realized I only have Fast and the Furious. <laughs> and I've made a lot of poor financial decisions. <laughs> so I need three more of these. My, things. Bro, my thing is this. It's like how do you like that's kind of dumb. Right? I mean, look, I might be the only person here well, that's this, gonna defend this Fast and Furious. Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm looking at this news mm-hmm. and going like so what? We get a 10.1, 10.2, and 10.3? Yeah. It feels like computer updates at this no, point. No, but it, it doesn't make any sense because it's, oh, yeah, this movie has been classified and marketed as the end of the road. No, the beginning of the end yeah, of the road. That's, about, yeah. that's what it's been advertised all, as. And then, and then the, the <laughs> X3 is going to be all roads lead here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Stop, dude. Oh my god. What? <laughs> so um yeah, no, that's gonna be fun. Listen, there's there'll there'll come a time where I just have to look at the Fast and Furious franchise and be like, dude, why? Yeah. Like, I've been saying why? that for a while now. I know yeah. you started with like Fast Seven probably. No, it was fat it was Fast Nine. Was fast, fast nine. Fast, fast nine, nine is your breaking point. That, okay. that was my breaking point. Because as soon as as soon as you have Tyrese going like, you guys ever wonder why we haven't died yet? <laughs> Like I think we're immortal. Yeah. Like I think we're super. I think we're superheroes. I think we, and guys, then, uh, I think, I think we literally have plot armor. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, so, then, and then a car falls on him. Mm-hmm. It explodes. And then he gets normal. back yeah. up. And then he's just like, "Whoa, that was that was weird, right?" So what was your breaking point? No, it was Fast Nine. It was uh, Fast Nine. So you guys yeah. dropped off at Fast, fast Nine. Fast it was. was so crazy. I'm still on this ride. Yeah. To fast Ten. Yeah. I but we have to watch it because you know you want to watch it. You know you, you got to support your friends. Regardless of the decisions that they make, you Thanks gotta make sure that whether, you whether, know you see, you have their back along see, the way. Why can't you, know? you be this wholesome, dude? Why can't you? Because not be you know this why, guys? They're family. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta support family. <laughs> I dislike both of you. <laughs> oh man. 
Fast ten. Fast Hell yeah, 10. baby. Because no matter watching. what, I'm not, I'm not driving a car. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Christopher McQuire, <clears throat> director for the new uh, Mission Impossible movie. Uh-huh. Uh, so he had a little interview, mm-hmm. and he was saying that one of his first interactions or one of his first you know talks regarding oh, this movie yeah. with Tom Cruise was, and this is how he quoted it. Apparently, Tom Cruise said, "I want to drive a motorcycle off a cliff." What do you want to do? I told you. This is I one, told this was you. one of the first things that Tom Cruise I know put forth yeah. but, in but the we, creation of this. Okay, so when we were watching Guardians, yeah. we saw the trailer, and then <laughs> it shows Tom Cruise riding a motorcycle. It's the final, it's the final part, right? Yeah, yeah it's it the is. final part, yeah. and it shoots him off the off the cliff, <clears> and he goes into a like squirrel suit. Mm-hmm. And no, then, he doesn't do the squirrel suit. He he's wearing a he's, squirrel he suit. He is, but he's about to. It just doesn't you, you show see, it. You, you see him jump off of it, and then he's like, his no. arms are coming down. Yes. His arms are down, but he hasn't expanded. Them. Okay, it doesn't oh matter. God. He's he in a squirrel suit. Glide. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Listen, but listen, he's in a squirrel suit. Yeah, because we know for a fact, like, okay, listen, the way <laughs> I, that trailer plays, I understand. it's the last scene, right? So you know that that is the big moment. Mm-hmm. This man has climbed buildings, I know, right? This man has stuck on the side of the plane. This man has run across the roof and broken ankles. Listen, but when that happened, I saw that scene and I'm like, he actually did that. Yeah. Yes. He probably actually did yeah. that mm-hmm. because, and it's so nuts to go like, I mean, I've, I've flown jets. Wait, you haven't I'm, seen the behind yeah. the scenes of that one? No, I haven't seen the, I, I've been oh, I, behind I, the scenes. I'm trying to go as cold as possible into this movie yeah. because it's just bananas. It's that's how same. that's how each Mission Impossible movie is. It's like if like, you if you go into a mission, because the thing is, is that in a Mission Impossible trailer, they're pretty like you can you can kind of you can tell what's going on. It's not it's not it's Mission Impossible. It's Mission Impossible. I mean, yeah. you go in for the stunts, not really for the for the, <laughs> the movie story. starts. Here here's the mission. All of this stuff. Mm-hmm. This is the mission if you choose to accept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the famous line of. This message was self-destruct well, in five it's Amer- seconds. It's, it's America's it's, Bond. It's interesting. It's America's Bond. It's interesting. He has a character that's from the first one in this one. And it's, it's the hold on. It's uh, let me look it up. It's uh, okay. Have you guys? Do you guys remember the first Mission Possible movie? Yeah, where his yeah. entire team dies. Yeah. And everything else. So yeah. when after his in- team dies, he meets up with someone from MI or uh, uh, what is it? Um, from the agency at a restaurant. That's the when he has that gum and he throws it across yes. the oh yeah the guy he sits down with he that actor is back in this one. So what you're saying is that we have to watch all eight. I Mission think Impossibles. you know. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just no saying, because this is it's a callback to the original. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be that the team leader. There's eight Mission Impossible. There is because movies. Seen, that's seen, another thing too. <laughs> if you haven't seen Mission Impossible, the ending of the first one is. It was the team leader that betrayed everybody. Yeah, yeah it was uh, John Vaughn. Who yeah. would have thought? John, which also great actor. I, I wish we would see more of him. Yeah. But anyway, uh, where did I go with that? Uh, <laughs> where was that going? <laughs> yes, this guy. He is in. Uh, he's in the new one. Him. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah John, John Voight is amazing, and also I didn't know that that was. Um, Finish your thought. What's her name? Angelina uh, Jolie's dad. dad. I didn't yeah. know that. Well, it's funny how certain uh, actors will change their full their full name to make sure that they have their own little stake in Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. And not riding on coattails. That's yeah. what. Um, what is it? Emilio you're... Estevez did that with yes. uh, Charlie Sheen and, and his father, um, Michael Sheen. Martin Sheen. Lavar Burton's daughter 
for the longest time never said that she was LeVar Burton's daughter up mm -hmm. until recently. Yeah. I think it was up until Star Wars Celebration last year. Mm -hmm. It's not Star Wars, Star Trek Celebration. Um, she came out and said, like, yeah, LeVar Burton's my dad. And now she's uh, one of the stars in uh, the final season of Picard. Dope. Yeah. Mika cool Burton. Full circle on that one. Yeah. Um, oh, Carrie Elson's in here. Is it the new one? So to finish off the quote real quick. Sorry. Uh, so that was one of the things that he said is that he wanted to fly a motorcycle off a cliff. To which Christopher replied, because uh, Dom Cruise then asked him, what do you want to do? He said, I want to wreck a train. So Simon Pegg said, or that's what Christopher McGuire said oh. that he wants to wreck a train. So I don't know because that scene isn't in the trailer, is it? To there's a, a there's a train scene, yeah, but I don't think there's a train crashing. So in the trailer. Was, how cool would it be if he jumps off of that cliff with a motorcycle onto the train, onto the train, and it's not CG running the, on the train, and then he's and then he lands <laughs> on. He's able to like land on the train. He's then running. And then he then dislocates the train, yeah. and then it crashes, and he survives. <laughs> Here's the thought that comes to my head every time I think about a Mission Impossible movie, right? Mm. Mission Impossible has some really great storylines. Yeah. Right? Do they? It's, yeah, they do. No, they? no, 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 no. For an action they're, movie, no. I do. watched them multiple times, and they're really fun to watch. Yes. Honestly. Okay. They're fun to watch. Yes. Does and not make have... them great movies. Yes. I mean, does not make them No, 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 no. They movies. have a good story. Mm -hmm. I would even say two. You think two has a great. There's story. certain ones that don't fit. No, but two, listen, two and three, two and three Ghost are the Protocol. weakest ones. Yes, Ghost two and, Protocol. That's why yeah. I was saying like two and three. But don't don't tell me that Ghost Protocol. No, 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 no. no Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol revamped is good. it. Yeah, no, exactly. But, but that's what I'm saying though. John Woo may have directed two, mm -hmm. but it feels like a John Woo movie. No, it's fine. It's yeah, very it's John fine. Woo, it's very yeah. John that's Woo. That's fine. But yeah. listen, it's, it's like it's 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 one thing away from I'm gonna take my face off. Point being, that movie is face off too. Every time I think yeah. about Mission Impossible, I can't wait to have a kid to then have them experience the same experience that I had when my dad first showed me the Mission Impossible movies. I'm going which to is show like, my this kid, man's crazy. I'm going to show my kid Mission Impossible 2, and then I'm going to show him. Face Why off. would you do that, dude? And then I'm going to. My go, dad even started me with Mission Impossible One. I know, but I'm going to show him. I'm going to show them. Mission you Impossible are a villain. Two. And then go. Is this the same movie? <laughs> You are a villain, dude. Why? You are a villain. You're starting off with Mission Impossible 2? No. That's I what would, you just said. I said I would show them. No. I never said I would start Then, them then where would you start them off with? For that? Yes. One. Uh, Goldfinger. What? So that way they can get into Spy Movies. Okay. So the, so the director starting from Rogue Nation. <laughs> I hate you. I know you do. Christopher, Christopher <laughs> McQuire. Yeah. Has been directing the movies ever since. Yes. And he's continuing on with this new one and part two of Day of Reckoning. Yes. So is it, I forget the order of the new ones. It's not Ghost Protocol. So it's, it's Rogue no, Nation. No, it's Ghost Protocol, but that was directed by Brad Bird. Okay. Yes. But and then it's, when they started uh, bringing in the Apostles, uh -huh. that was in Rogue Nation. Okay. And so then it's Rogue Nation, Fallout. Fallout. Yeah, Fallout. So technically, you really just need to watch Rogue Nation and then, and then moving forward from there. Fallout. <laughs> No, because even in, in three, that's where they start bringing in his wife, because his wife is back in this one. Yeah, but really, that's like a little subplot. And doesn't really Ghost well, Protocol have... No, Rogue Nation. Doesn't Rogue Nation bring back the the wife? Or is that she, Fallout? No, no, Ghost Protocol is the, more of a... Um, Rogue Nation does because they say that they know where she is, because yeah. she's a doctor without borders. Mm -hmm. That's Fallout. Fallout. 
That's that's oh, Henry that is, Cavill. That yeah. is Fallout. Yeah, yeah, you're right. She's not mentioned in Rogue Nation, honestly. To be fair, she's mentioned what we find out what happens to her in Ghost Protocol, where Jeremy Renner believes that she she, she was the, she was killed, but really. Ethan disguised it as keeping her safe and stuff like that. Point being, we got to move on from this because we spent way too much time on Mission Impossible. Well, we, well, we're always excited for Mission Impossible. Well, what I like about it, this new one, it's Day of Reckoning Part 1. Yeah. And we're going to get a Part 2. So I'm wondering, I'm really intrigued to see how this one's going to end and see what's going to be. Oh, what cliffhanger is Timothy Oliphant in this? Tom Cruise will be making Mission Impossible movies until that man is 90. He'll still look 60. Or 50, because he's making... How old is he? Oh, like? Sean Harris is back on this one? Oh, yeah. Because he didn't die in Fallout. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm interested because they're bringing him back, but he died in Fallout. Who? It could be like a message. Who? Yeah. For the people that are... Oh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, because yeah, he, he, he was shot in Fallout. Mm-hmm. Wait, he's going to be in... That's yeah, Day of Reckoning. Yeah. Is he Renner is? in this one? Wait, he is in Day no, of Reckoning? That's showing uh, Rogue Nation, dude. Oh, sorry. I was like, what? No, but oh, he yeah. had it on Day Re- No, he had it on Rogue Nation. Oh, okay. I was like... No! I'm like, that man can't be acting right now, especially with everything that's going on. Why? What's going on with that with Baldwin? Dude, he shot a he shot a cameraman. Oh, Nicholas Holt is in it. That was so long ago. Yeah, but I think he's still on trial. Nicholas Holt is in this one. Why would he be on trial? It's a long story. We'll explain it afterwards. Not on the show. Uh, We got to move on. So, uh, moving on to some other news. Uh, Movie news, actually. Uh, Spider-Man, the movies. Homecoming, the Sam Raimi trilogy, and Venom are now streaming on Disney Plus. Oh, I saw that starting today, today yeah. this Friday. So now you guys can catch them on there. But I don't know if you heard this piece of news that Disney is planning on merging the three apps: ESPN, Hulu, and Disney Plus, and combining them all into one thing later this year. Yeah, it's called. It's just called Hulu. You really think that they're going to get rid of uh, the next one? He is Nick Offerman. Nick, Nick Offerman's gonna be in part two of Day Reckoning. Sorry. No. Okay. No, we gotta move on. Don't don't do that. You're gonna tangent Nick off. See, hide it. Hide it. Hide, hide the screen. Hide the screen. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Is it bad that I want him to be gay in this one? Oh my god. Your mission is impossible. <laughs> Your mission, if you choose to accept it, be a man, <laughs> Ethan. You even know what I said in the last one? No. For what? About Disney Plus. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, No I said something else Yeah he said that About Disney Spider-Man said, is No, no that they're said, merging All three apps together By Hulu, later this Disney year Plus, Hulu, Disney Plus And ESPN I was listening That's not a Wait that's not a thing before That's what I said I don't think yeah. it was Hulu, Hulu is combined Yeah but things on I mean Hulu. you could already no. Get it though That's a thing So why are people It's already a package Because here's the thing important. It was It, it kind of is important no. When you really No because you know How it's being advertised now mm-hmm. That things are moving To Disney Plus Not the other way around yeah, that makes sense. Does it though? Yeah. Why would I? Why would I dissolve? Especially when the brand is supposed to be family friendly. Yeah, because they already have a mature setting to it. Yeah, you can there's watch Deadpool a, on it. There's a there's a there's a mature setting to it. You can watch R-rated movies on it. Mm-hmm. You can watch. Was it um, the last Fantastic Four movie? You can. Yeah. Rip. That sucks. But. My thing is that why wouldn't why would you want to separate? It makes sense when I have three separate apps. That I'm getting viewers here, here, and here, and then people are spreading out the payments. I would rather. Why do, not just put yeah. one isolated <clears throat> payment, kind of like how you do on Peacock? I do that though. And you get everything else. I would rather they do it this way than just raise the price on Disney Plus. I think for all three, you can pay 15 a month. I wouldn't mind if it was Disney Plus, and then there was like Disney Plus Premium, and that came with sports, like that came with like mm-hmm. all the other stuff. I would be okay with that. 
I kind of don't want them to do that. I enjoy paying 15 bucks a month for Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN because if they start raising the price up to 20 bucks for sports, rip. I'm probably not going to pay that. Guardians 3 broke a record. Holds the record for most prosthetics used in a film, going with 22,500 prosthetics. That's awesome. The original holder of this record was How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, I think it's all the who's in Whoville. Well, but yeah, they have I all the, it's all the ears and the noses. But I'm surprised. I'm not surprised that they, that uh, Guardians 3 took that record, mm-hmm. especially with Counter-Earth's scene, mm-hmm. with yeah. all those animals. Not only that, animals. but also all the people that were inside of the organic headquarters, a lot of them weren't CG. A lot of them were uh, makeup yeah. prosthetics. Uh, and now Guardians 3 is the second highest rated MCU film. Uh, rated by fans mm-hmm. in uh, the entire trilogy, according to new rock stars. Cool. So, yeah. You Guardians 3 is just sweeping. My thing for Guardians 3, and I think it was so interesting because James Gunn said it too, because they go, James, because they asked him, what do you think of people saying that they're superhero fatigue? And, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, think, I saw that. You, yeah. you and I were talking about this yeah. earlier this week. Yeah, you were like, what do you think What do you think of the super... I know, I, I was reading your guys' messages. Mm-hmm. I read the chat. I just don't... I, I just... <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, no, yeah. He's not wrong. Oh, he saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, you don't reply, dude. I know, I We were it. trying to figure out, like, Fast 10, when to get tickets, and you yeah. never even replied to that. He just went and got them. Oh, it was I just did, like... In, in all fairness, t- this week has been crazy. In general, at work. I like how you think crazy. that's an excuse. Dude, Other I people have crazy look, weeks, dude. Too. I barely looked at my phone. You, uh, I have... It's a lot. Anyway... Did he thank you for getting the tickets for Fast 10? Thank you for getting tickets for Fast 10. He did. Oh, now, now he did. <laughs> I did it where it counts, where people could see it. <laughs> There's evidence. There's evidence. <laughs> did you do it in where people could see it? Yeah, no. it's in the chats. It's in our no. personal chats. No, you receipts. didn't. Yeah, there's receipts. I can just screenshot and put it up here. Well, on I have room. a receipt right here. <laughs> it's a live receipt. Yeah. But yeah, you no, can put I, yeah. every single time that he wants me you to know say thank you, Renee. Are? In here. Every single time he ever feels like I need to tell him thank you, he can just play this back over and over again. <laughs> where I go, thank, thank you, Renee. Renee. Thank you, Renee. Thank you, Renee. I'm all like, <laughs> just edging yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, before I, before I was so rudely interrupted. Um, and you haven't been doing that all freaking day? No. Uh, <laughs> there's no I, evidence of that. There's no evidence of it. <laughs> it's your word versus mine. Anyway, no, but he he asked he, a, a reporter asked him, do you, "What do you think of uh, well, superhero, superhero fatigue?" Yeah. And he then goes, "I don't think that people are tired of superhero. I think they're they're more tired of just things being put on the screen. There's no emotion behind the <laughs> actual people have been just getting trash. <laughs> like, well, no, well, that's what he said. Is that it's just all action, no it's just emotion. action, no yeah. emotion, mm-hmm. and there's no beho- but there's no emotion behind the things that are happening on the screen, which which is true because if you honestly look back at the last few Marvel movies. That's how they feel. That's how they've been. Like Ant Man three. We can go on a full yeah. but Sh- but Shang Chi. You feel like there's Shang-Chi, emotion. Yeah. No, there was emotion. There That's was. the thing. And yeah. then then we got what multiverse of madness. I'm just gonna say this. You're kind of like Ugh. yeah. I'm gonna say this because you and I said this in the yeah. chat, right? Mm-hmm. You and I, not you, because you don't read the chats. Okay. But you and I said People. this, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Where, duh, like <laughs> yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. But I love how it takes. The Wonder Man James Gunn right now yeah. to basically say this and review to be like, yeah, you know what? 
He's right. No, there's people mm -hmm. that know this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're tired of superhero movies, it's because you're tired of seeing buildings and characters be trashed around like ragdolls. Yeah. yeah, obviously, a good movie needs to have an emotional connection. Yeah. We said this in issue 148. The reason why Guardians 3 is such a great movie and the entire Guardians trilogy is mm -hmm. so great is because James Gunn wrote each character to have some sort of like empathetic like connection to it, right? Yeah. Not just that, but... The thing about James Gunn and the way he writes certain characters, or writes any character in any of the movies he's done so far, yeah. you either really love the characters or you hate them to the point that you want the worst thing to happen to them. Yeah. That's what happened with the High Evolutionary. Mm -hmm. That's what happened to Peacemaker's dad. Mm -hmm. You know? This is what happens with the Suicide Squad as well. Oh, yeah. The characters that were, you know, expendable, that they were mm -hmm. just done and over with. Yeah. They were killed off in the first part of the movie. Mm -hmm. And then as you started building connections to certain characters, he killed them off. The Pokemon uh, Man. Right, mm -hmm. for example, he was a comic bit. Mm -hmm. There wasn't really any importance to it. Mm -hmm. He ended up dying. No, because even for even for him, you started kind of feeling because he started revealing more and more of the fact that you know his mom had done experiments on him because mm -hmm. on on him and all of his siblings and mm -hmm. the fact that his his greatest fear was his mother and like he in you know that's his inspiration for being a hero. And, Why you know, is James Gunn's characters best characters are the ones that were tortured when they were younger? Didn't he say why? I thought he no. there might have been an interview somewhere that he said that there was a reason why. I don't want to assume. Yeah. But when you look but, at Polka Dot Man. But that's yeah. the <laughs> Peacemaker. No, Peacemaker. but 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 the thing is that because every because everybody has like that that at least trauma. Somebody, yeah. Everybody has like a bit of trauma to them and I think that that's kind of where people connect because they're not a perfect person. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like if Superman were to have trauma. Which gonna give, he's going to give Superman trauma. Like <laughs> I can I can I can only imagine cuz I think that would be interesting if what would happen if our if Superman didn't control his powers, went to go save somebody, and wasn't careful yeah. and like caught them and then snapped their neck, right as he caught them because he was going too fast. Imagine if Nick secretly knew James Gunn and was working with the script and that's well, what was James Gunn's trauma. Mm -hmm. Squirrels, <laughs> animals, <laughs> animals, worms. That's why he made Slither. Slither is yeah. this a dope movie. It's a good uh, movie. I'm movie. really hoping that Michael oh Rooker is. God, I'm really hoping people that people I've spoken to so far what? that are saying, dude, I watched Slither when it first came out, and that's why I'm a fan of James Gunn. I'm like, dude, what? James Gunn has been around in Hollywood for a while already. No, your like, first why James Gunn movie was, it was Scooby Doo. Is it? Yeah, true. <laughs> but also, I really want Michael Rooker to be Pocket. <laughs> like Slither. Well, no, <laughs> not Lex Luthor. Hey, Superman! <laughs> no, because, no, because I, I can see him as a Paul Kent. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> he wasn't your daddy. He wasn't your daddy. You know that Jor-El? You know may have been your dad. You may have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. <laughs> to wrap up comic strips. <laughs> to wrap up comic strips. Stepdad. This week was the release of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. No one cares. You will now when I say that Tears of the Kingdom... <laughs> Does not allow you to pet dogs. Sharpie I <laughs> Sorry, what? Yes, Dad. Tears <laughs> of the Kingdom Daddy. doesn't allow you. Sorry. I'm just waiting for you to be done. Okay. Are done. you done? Yeah. Okay. Cut it out. God. <laughs> You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, dude! I swear, man. Tears of the Kingdom doesn't allow you to pet dogs. The what? End. Yeah. Why not? Doesn't Resident Evil Four let you pet dogs? 
<laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. No, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember. It makes you save a dog. It, may, it also sends dogs to kill you. Yeah. That's true. Why would you want to pet something that's going to murder you? So this is now a game that went from a 10 out of 10 to a 5 out of 10. <laughs> well, it's, it's okay because, you know, when in Resident well, Evil, when you pet a dog, okay. it's because it's on top of you. Were you able to snap. pet animals in Breath of the Wild? I think you could pet a horse. I don't know. You could pet the horse, and I think you can all... The horse? What? You pet <laughs> the horse? The horse. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you saying, horse? No, not that word. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cost extra. <laughs> That's the end of comic strips. We gotta move on because we're running out what of time. Is it, what, what is the? It's, Why it's do you dangerous, <laughs> dude? It's dangerous to ra- go alone. Take this. I'll take this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bag it's of money. Stress level so far, dude. I swear it. Nick's been causing, dude. Oh, my stress is pretty decent today. Yeah, you're there green. You what are you talking about? I don't know. You, you frustrate me gold. sometimes. <laughs> Nick, you can go take a nap now. We're gonna be talking about wrestling, so <sighs> you go to sleep. No, it's fine. I'll listen. No, let's uh, let's talk a little bit of wrestling. A little bit. This isn't really random. That much of a conversation. Country road. No, Cody Rhodes, not the country roads. Oh. Cody Rhodes. We're talking wrestling, Nick. Pay attention. So, Backlash happened this last Saturday. Yes. And Monday Night Raw followed. Mm-hmm. Here's the big point about this. Backlash, far superior than WrestleMania. Yeah, at least, so I said, it, I liked it more than Sunday night of WrestleMania. Yes. Yeah. I think, personally, mm-hmm. if we were to kind of pull one thing out of Backlash, yeah. right? The biggest fight? Was Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest? That was a good majority of the pay per view, honestly. Yeah. yeah, that fight. Who won? Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Dude, won? mad respect yeah. to him. Yeah, mad respect to Little Benito. He's part of the LWO now. Yeah. Is he really? That was yeah. a that was confirmed in SmackDown on Friday mm-hmm. the night before. Yeah. Bad Bunny's a wrestler now. Dude, he's well, been he's, a wrestler. He, okay. In all fairness, he's a huge wrestling fan, mm-hmm. and he hosted a WrestleMania a couple years back. And it got big reactions and stuff like that. So Vince like, oh, this bad bunny is making him money. <laughs> you know, so I'm going <laughs> to. And he broke. And he And basically he was like, okay, we'll have him for backlash and stuff. So, yeah, it was good. He's a pretty good wrestler. Well, Dude, plus, that guy got freaking thrown into two tables. Yeah. And still lived. Everyone was saying, Dude, that guy died. You <laughs> know what I want? I want? I want Mr. America back. Why? I just like that story. Okay, sure. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, Damien Priest, Bad Bunny match was the highlight. Was good, yes. That was the biggest one. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because of the guest appearances mm-hmm. or anything that happened when the no, LWO yeah. came to save. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that Bad Bunny took hits like mm-hmm. a freaking champ. Yeah. There's no doubt that that guy has respect now mm-hmm. for those things, right? Oh, definitely. He did a way better job than Logan Paul would ever do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's, watching that match, I, to a point, felt that Bad Bunny wasn't holding back. And yeah. I think that's kind of how you should be running these wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to get hurt. And, yeah, of course the fights are fake. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, if, if I was an entertainer, I would tell my opponent, be like, hey, man, let's sell it. Yeah. Let's, if, if you're going to smack me, go ahead and do it. Don't don't worry. Leave a mark. We're yeah. selling it. We're, we're, we're going to hype it up, you know? That makes sense. And fans react to that. That's oh, yeah. Thing. And props to Damian Priest, too, for taking those hits. Yeah. Because he was taking hits like crazy. Yeah. And then I think I told you before, moving forward, Damian Priest is now going to be a like a main eventer moving yeah. forward which is good for the judgment day but at the same time you know i'm interested to see where they're going to go with damian priest if, if they're ever going to make him champion in a couple of years yeah. that would be interesting to see you know but what, I don't about, know. We'll what about damian priest and bad bunny as tag team partners they were originally mm-hmm. i were think they? there was a point where they were friends they were friends yeah mm-hmm. but then he but then damian priest joined D- judgment day with dominic mysterio and stuff and that's what turned the mm-hmm. whole thing 
the headlining match was supposed to be I think that was the headliner what? but the the Damian Priest and Bad Bunny mm-hmm. match it mm-hmm. was advertised like that but I like they pushed more advertising for the Cody Rhodes Brock Lesnar match mm. which I liked the so overall backlash the they were flying through the matches before the Bad Bunny and Damian Priest match cuz the Rhea Ripley and um what's your name the one from LWO Oh, Zelina Vega. Yeah, she that match felt really short. It felt short, mm-hmm. and it was a heartbreak because <laughs> here, okay, I loved, hometown. I loved both women. Yeah, Rhea Ripley throws hits, and they're not fake. No, she goes one of, into it. One yeah. of her plugs came out. Did mm, you notice it when no. she uh, when she uh, slammed? Oh, when he picked Vega? her when she picked her up like this, and then boom, slammed yeah. her on her back. Mm-hmm. Dude, her her plug comes out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So she like she she sells those hits. Mm-hmm. The heartbreak is the fact that Zelina Vega could have won that match. Yeah. And it kind of made it seem that way mm-hmm. up until the very end. I don't know. Was there a, was there an intervention by anyone? No, it was all them. That's a thing. And it was like Rhea Ripley kind of just like came out of nowhere and just took over the match. That was it, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. So, which was interesting because you could tell that the match was cut short. And I think it was because of both the street fight and then also the main event as well, too. Um, but overall, it was still an OK match. I was hoping Zelina would more sell the 619 that she did she did do it pretty well she did she did a good job but she didn't she didn't put any like power into it she was very like very she was going for it and she completed it but i didn't feel like the power into it that caught because Rhea can sell being hurt that's the thing and she sells it so well and (laughs) so it was funny because you see like zelina just kind of go boo and Rhea's like yeah and stuff and i was like ooh, okay it was Here's the thing. I liked I like Ray Ripley as a wrestler. Yes, definitely. I don't think her story right now is any it's not as interesting. Mm-hmm. She is a SmackDown Women's Champion, mm-hmm. but we got to see more of that. And right now she's just kind of taking fights from challengers. Yeah. And she's winning them. Obviously yeah. she's going to win them. She needs a rival. I heard that they're trying to do something with her and maybe Becky, but at the same time I heard also a rumor that Sasha Banks is coming back. She's in she was uh, she's wrestling in Japan right now. She's in New Japan uh, yeah. wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make any sense because she's been advertised. Yeah. If you heard, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And if that rumor is true, that's interesting because mm-hmm. right now she's in uh, New Japan. Yeah. And she's gotten titles over there. Yeah. And but I know that those contracts tend to be short. Yeah. So, so I heard that she is in talks with WWE and possibly. So they might have her putting up against Rhea Ripley. That would be a great adversary for her. Sasha Banks and Rhea Ripley. I kind of hope that it's selena vega mm-hmm. that ends up being her rival mm-hmm. only because she needs to have more work like selena mm-hmm. vega can be a champion mm-hmm. she showed it in that match yeah she just needs to kind of keep it going i'm mm-hmm. a fan of hers mm-hmm. i'm a fan of hers and i'm really excited for her storyline yeah so i hope that it continues well because yeah she deserves it mm-hmm. other than that cody rhodes and brock lesnar that match was cut short it was really good up until a point so what i give props to that match i personally like that match a lot because i love that cody did it so strategically yeah against brock lesnar 
So as soon as Cody comes out, he's the first one to come out. Then Brock Lesnar comes out and Cody just goes for it. He does. He doesn't waste any time. He literally starts hitting him before the bell rings, which in technicality, the match hasn't started yet. So you can do whatever you want until both men are in the ring and the bell rings. Mm -hmm. So he's like grabbing the steel steps, hitting them with it. He tries to grab a chair and the referee is like, no, no, no. You know, you got You guys are both in the ring. You got to ring the bell now. He goes, then ring the bell. And then that's when they go for it and stuff. They go at it. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of the match was interesting because when the fight became official, mm -hmm. you can tell that there was that like raw hatred between the two. Mm -hmm. And even they took off the the padding off the turnbuckle yeah. as well. So Cody. So I saw that I was I was wondering if that was intentional or not. But Cody just kind of like grabs it and it comes undone. And then I think Brock sees it. He's going to he was going to slam Cody against it, but then Cody did like a kind of like, Oh no. And then you see just Brock just hit his face. So that was a real cut. That was a real cut because you see, I was looking at it again. He really mashed his face into that exposed turnbuckle. <laughs> so and there was a gash right here between his eyebrows. <laughs> so Andy doesn't do well with blood. Oh, Here's the thing. in that era of WWE, it yeah. cut like, almost two decades back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those things got pretty bloody and pretty messed up. Oh, yeah. They've held back a lot in the recent years. Right. Mm -hmm. So when that happened, Andy was in such shock and she kind of was like quiet throughout that rest of the match. Are mm -hmm. you looking it up? To show no, me? I'm so, yeah. So, uh, did you see his face after or no? No. Okay. She was in shock the entire time because those dudes were bathed in blood, dude. It was bad. So, it was pretty yeah. bad. Cause Cody Rhodes here. comes out with like blood yeah. all over his like chest and everything. Yeah. yeah. See. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. No, it was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. It was pretty bad. Match was cut short. Mm -hmm. So I see. How was the match cut short? Uh, okay. So this, so you see how this was, he has him in an arm lock. Um, Cody, sorry, Cody. I'm like talking with the mic away. Cody does this maneuver where he pushes forward and Brock's and pushes Brock over on his shoulders. His shoulders are down. The ref sees it counts. One, two, three. Brock doesn't kick out. That's the thing. The thing about the match is the way it ended. <clears throat> it was yeah. short, but Cody didn't celebrate the win. He walks backstage immediately. Yes, yeah, he's he's already he's leaving. As soon as he's as soon as he hears the bell, he's walking away. Showing his arm. Oh, he that's where he had it down. And Brock was literally you could tell he was nudging putting at in it. there. Yeah. yeah, he was really kind of like nudging at it and stuff. See, and then he's covered in Brock's blood right here. But um, that's the thing. And it, Brock is notorious for acting up when something doesn't go in his favor behind the scenes. So I'm thinking it wasn't supposed to go that route. And something, I think originally, I think the idea was that Cody was supposed to win, but I think Brock wanted a much more longer match. And so you think that he pushed, okay, because now this brings up to mm -hmm. Monday night raw. Yeah. Not much has happened. And I think you and I, this is a quick conversation at this point because mm -hmm. you and I were talking about this Monday night raw after the draft. Mm hmm. It's, it's still the three-hour length, right? Mm -hmm. But you can tell that there's a lot of filler in between key matches, mm -hmm. right? So Monday Night Raw, I think the only big things that really happened that uh, that Monday yeah. was the uh, tournament bracket, which was the triple yeah. threat match mm -hmm. uh, that set up Seth Rollins to face the SmackDown mm -hmm. winner, which yes. is happening tonight. Tonight. Yes. Yeah. No spoilers in case anyone's seen it. If yeah. you guys obviously did, it got ruined for me on Instagram. Yeah. Should we just say it or I not? Mean, we can say it now because it's, it's Wednesday, but then it's posts. AJ Styles wins it on the SmackDown yeah. side, so the Night of Champions is going to be Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Which is cool. They're giving it to both people that kind of haven't had a title match in some years. Yeah. Um, last, I think, Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins was... Uh, 
he was WWE champion. Mm-hmm. That was the last title he held, and I think AJ Styles was also Universal champion. Yeah. So so it's an interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. But on Monday Night Raw, you had those fights happen. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Seth Rollins was going to win on his side. Yeah. Cody Rhodes was supposed to win on that side. He was on the bracket. Yeah, he and was in he the had the win. He was going to go for the win. Brock Lesnar comes in, mm-hmm. pulls him away. Yeah, and there's no. Um, disqualifications in a triple threat match mm-hmm. which uh, I found out getting back into wrestling that that's a new stipulation that they've done if it's more than if it's more than one person two people in a match there's no disqualification so I'm frustrated because we get to see Cody Rhodes get F5 twice again yes and I'm like dude I'm so tired just <laughs> on let the table too yeah and I'm like just finish the story like yeah. Everyone loves Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. If WWE is trying to make the story longer to pique yeah. interest, that's fine. But you don't want to see your hero get beat down multiple so, times with the same dude. So Cody in an interview before the tournament was, I think I said it to you, it was uh, on comicbook.com. He talked to one of the interviewers. He was in Puerto Rico. They were doing a via Skype call. He says, he, uh, he was asked, are you interested in becoming the world heavyweight champion, the new title belt? He goes, my story always... I've always aimed for the WWE championship. Now, if my story does lean towards the world heavyweight championship belt, that's fine. He goes, I'm not going to lie. That title looks good. That's a, that's a cool looking title. Who would, who wouldn't want to be championship? You know, that's every, every wrestler's dream is to become a world heavyweight champion, you know, and stuff like that. But as of right now, if, if my story is leaning towards that, I will go for it. So the thing is, is that Cody's, Mostly aiming for the WWE Championship, the undisputed one that Roman yeah, Reigns that has. Roman Reigns has. Yeah, so, I get it. Yeah. That's fine because you do want that. We want that rematch. So because it was th- taken away from that, him unfairly. Yeah, so I think we're gonna get that later in the years to come. We'll probably will get Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. But as of right now, this is what they're doing with Cody and Brock. I've heard in another interview that Brock is looking to retire soon uh-huh. and he wants to do it in a good a good payout and he says he wants to help other wrestlers along the way so i think this is his way of building cody up is, which is going fine. yeah which is having him against uh him uh you know brock lesnar so. it's fine in another group chat that i'm in someone posted the 21 and one mm-hmm. uh card that yeah. has the undertaker because mm-hmm. brock lesnar ruined his yeah, yeah. his streak mm-hmm. right and i'm just like robbery like <laughs> and he robbed another man of another yeah. championship mm-hmm. which he could have been with with cody rhodes yeah point being night of Re- night of champions mm-hmm. it's cody rhodes versus brock, brock lesnar, lesnar again. again yeah and then tonight on smackdown they also announced um solo uh sokoa solo sokoa Roman Reigns have uh, put in their names to get, go against Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens for the undisputed tag team title. Which is stupid because if Roman Reigns gets another title on his stupid waist, I'm gonna see Paul I, Heyman like, like he's holding all the titles. He's like <laughs> dropping everything and stuff because that's another two titles he has. It's to hold. annoying, yeah. dude. It's so annoying. Other than that, Monday Night Raw, I feel like that was kind of the highlight. You also mm-hmm. had Dominic Mysterio fight against um guy from the New Day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Something Woods. Xavier yeah. Woods. Yeah, that was a funny match. That was a good match. Yeah, was and do- shows Dominic Mysterio's athleticism as well, which was good. Um, but uh, we'll revisit WWE again in about two weeks. In about two weeks, yeah. As of right now, um, I think his Night of Champions is going to be the end of this month. If anything, if we don't do anything two weeks, we'll talk about Night of Champions. Yeah, definitely. For sure. yeah. Shout out to uh, the Bianca Blair and uh, Elo Sky match oh. at the beginning of Backlash. That yeah. was a solid one, That was too. a good match. That's a good match <laughs> to open oh it up. We okay. get it. You don't want to talk about WWE? No, <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. All right. 
No, like I like I've been trying to hold this coffin yeah. for the last like ten, fifteen minutes, and then I'm, I'm like, and then I'm trying to like get it out like very slowly. Just, God, uh, and then, have to, you, get, we get it. You don't want to talk about wrestling, all right? It's fake to you. You don't enjoy it. It's not that I don't enjoy it. I just haven't watched it. Yeah, I just don't watch it, man. Listen, dude. I, I watch. I, I watch everything else. I don't have time for this. Yeah, neither do I. I still do. Listen, man. No, you don't. You don't watch everything. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, I'm telling you, it feels different. When you're lifting weights at the gym, all right, and then Kingdom comes on your Spotify playlist, <laughs> and you just start, you get that extra second wind. It like, what? Ugh. It does what? No. Uh, can you... Kingdom comes on. No, Kingdom. <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to say it. It does what? <gasps> the song Kingdom plays on your Spotify there you playlist. Go. There. there. Is you that go. better? Is that better? Yeah, because that was weird. Oh, my God, dude. You're at the gym and that happens? What? Like. You sounds like a terrible gym. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god, dude! You... Just random people. I love how it was a social. It was a social interaction. Yeah, you know what? This we, this this podcast does work on this three man dynamic, dude. Renee and I were just talking, you know, professionally about this, enjoying something we really liked, and then you come in and start coughing. I'm like, I don't want to think about this anymore. Make fun of me I... for saying something. You're the one that's saying stuff about come. God, not, dude. Not Good God. You want to talk about the writer strike? Is that what you want to do? I was, I'm waiting on you. Okay, well, we'll let's talk about the writer strike while Renee comes back in a bit. Stepped out for a second. So let's talk the writer strike, which is a topic that we revisited or that we visited last issue. We barely talked about it, skimmed the surface of it because this is a bigger deal, and it has been a bigger deal mm-hmm. over the past couple of days. So to start off, I'm going to name a couple little tidbits, and then we'll talk about their actual demands and see where it goes because I think they're meeting in two days. Mm-hmm. April 14th, I think, is when they are supposed to meet again. Uh, to determine if they should meet their demands. So over the past week, as the writer strike has continued, multiple shows have stopped production. So we know that late nights, the late night shows have stopped filming. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and Seth Meyers have all said that they are no longer doing the late night shows, and I think they're only doing reruns right now yep. uh, to join the writer strike. They're yeah, they're in um, solidarity. Basically. In solidarity for yeah. it. Uh, but productions for shows and movies has also stopped. This includes the list of The Last of Us Season 2, Halted Production. Seth MacFarlane's shows, including Family Guy and American Dad, have mm-hmm. stopped production. Do they have Good writers? Omen? Huh? Do they have writers? For what? Yes. American Dad and Family Guy? Yes. Oh, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like they don't. Good Omens 2, which was a surprise because yeah. they just announced the Season 2 so yesterday. Between now and Season 1 of Good Omens. So Andy's excited for it because she loved the first season. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I should. It's good. It's good. I've heard it's nothing really but good. good things about it. But I always thought that Good Omens was a one and done. Mm, and then so, it's like, oh, season yeah. two. The way, so the thing is, is that they wrap up the story mm-hmm. of Good Omens. In case. Of, of what the, they do wrap up like the main arc. But the thing was, is that the way that you just love those two characters. Yeah. And the way they ended there is kind of like, oh, you know, well, you know, we're still here, so whatever mischiefs we'll get into and stuff but like it, that. But so it's kind of like if we never, if we didn't get a season two. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. So it does leave it kind of like. Good Omens was a show that came out like what three, four years ago. <sighs> I want to say more than that. Hold more on. than that. I can check. Hold on. So Good Omens two stopped production. Cobra Kai, the last season, has also stopped production. Yeah. And SNL is no longer. That's hard here. too because those kids are aging. Yeah. Yeah. yeah SNL. No. Or talk, Cobra Kai. Talk about Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Listen, I know that SNL, like, they're all 19, but I mean, like. <laughs> I, 
But I thought that they had already yeah. finished the scripts for Cobra Kai. Yeah, that show came out. Sorry, Good Omens came out in 2019. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right before four the, years ago. Right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's what caused the pandemic. That was the mischief they got into. But <laughs> anyway, um, but for Cobra Kai, I I'm think I think they were still working on like the back half. Mm-hmm. I don't think they finished the. I think they finished the first half. Yeah. And then they were still working on the back half of the season, like the finale. I think because they were waiting on uh, Zolo. Yeah. To finish out uh, whatever he needed Blue to Beetle. do for Blue Beetle. Okay, so here's he, where this is where we're going to talk mostly about the writer strike is their demands. Yeah. I don't think this is where I don't think that it's going to last as long as the previous ones. Mm-hmm. Before we start talking about their demands, though. People that have joined the writer strike include directors and actors, yes. including people like Matt Reeves, Matson Tomlin, mm-hmm. Tom Tomlins, the Nolan brothers, Jonathan and Christopher have also joined. Cool. Right. Ben Schwartz, Jason Sudeikis, and Brandon Hurt are just a couple of people that have joined the writer strike. So they keep joining mm-hmm. every single day. Someone you joins, which is good. It's good. You have the support of directors and actors like mm-hmm. who are showing support for these writers because they're listed in man's as we've seen it before, or as we've seen it, we're seeing it now. Yeah. They make sense. No, yeah, this they're not. hundred percent. They're not sense. totally out of the works. What they're asking for is pretty, you know, they would pretty like, understandable. Yeah. They would like to make more than minimum wage. So, yeah. what we talked about in issue one forty eight, one forty seven, was that the idea of the writer strike is mainly based on the streaming revenues. Mm-hmm. When we looked at the list of demands today, it's much more than that. Yeah, streaming seems to be like the big headlining piece mm-hmm. that they're asking for that yeah. and AI that and now yeah because we didn't talk about that last week mm-hmm. it's AI yeah that's the biggest fear right now yeah when it comes to content creating or also just in general I guess in their their production big, yeah their yeah. biggest thing is that they feel they they want to be supported and they want the uh, what was it they want the producers to say you will not be replaced by an AI so mm-hmm. no matter what to start off, let's start talking about the streaming revenue, mm-hmm. right? Last week we talked about how most writers nowadays aren't really getting or not getting at all mm-hmm. any revenue from streaming services if their shows keep being played on repeat. Yes, royalty get, doesn't exist. They they do not get residuals they, because so the way that residuals worked, once you hit a hundred episodes, you can then go into what's called syndication, mm-hmm. and that would be you can be streamed at any time, and that can be streamed all over the world. Now, syndication you could play any one of your episodes or anything like that, and because it played one of your episodes, it would then give you some kind of profit from that episode playing. Mm-hmm. So it could be a dollar, it could be twenty-five cents. It just really depends on what your contract says, mm-hmm. because once you hit that, then you have to do a residuals thing, and it's, it, that's the whole reason why the hun- the hundred mark in a lot of TV shows is such a big deal. Because for one, you hit a hundred episodes, which is amazing. That means you hit five at least five seasons if it's a twenty episode. Add more detail to that: five seasons, about four to five years back. Exactly, because nowadays seasons on any network run for ten to twelve. Maybe for lucky, exactly. fourteen episodes, and that's the hard and that's the hardest thing though. With streaming coming out, you only get maybe ten to twelve episodes a season, and then a show will only go for maybe four to five seasons. So that would mean that you're only three. hitting or three. So and depending on how exactly that works, like because some of these shows only have eight episodes, mm-hmm. so you're getting in these weird ballparks of like. 
maybe 30 episodes, maybe 20. So it's not enough to hit syndication. So that means that you don't get those those extra profits when the show keeps on streaming. Mm-hmm. Did you, and that's a bigger problem. Did you guys watch that 90s show? Yes. All I watched yeah. maybe like the first two. Okay. Something. So did you hear what the, the, not the controversy, but like the complaint of most people about the show was? Hmm. The show wasn't terrible. It's good. It was I liked it was it. good. But a lot of people were saying that the 10 episodes that had or that were had in that season yeah. felt very off because they were supposed to spend the entirety of summer vacation on these kids. Like that yeah. was the whole point. Yeah. Right. right. Leia was supposed to be involved in a lot of antics and it was supposed to be longer than 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. Or it should have felt like that. Well, what when you're coming off from a series that did 22 episodes per season. Mm hmm. It feels weird. It feels feels weird. weird. But it just doesn't feel weird for that reason. The story makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Because in the back half of it, Leia starts this romantic relationship with Kelso's son. son. Right? And it just felt rushed. There was no development. Mm -hmm. The characters didn't necessarily get to build relationships with one another. And it just kind of felt like the story was left unfinished. And she said, peace out. I'm going to be back next time. Well, that's the other thing is because, you know, you get things like uh, Grant Gustin. Yeah. Grant Gustin will he said it, he used to say it all the time over at cons because they would go how does it feel to be doing 20 to 22 episodes I think Stephen Amell used to say it too and he goes it's really interesting because because we do so many episodes we really get to explore the psychology of the characters we get to explore their motivations mm-hmm. you know you get to really spend time with superheroes and instead of it being a two-hour movie where you get to spend this like little fraction of time, mm-hmm. you now get to spend 22 hours with this character and you really feel like you know him mm-hmm. and you really feel like you know his motivations and that's like the greatest part about being on TV. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that writers aren't feeling, they feel like they're being underpaid because what's happening is, is that not only are you going for lower episode counts, but what the producers are now doing is so that way they can make sure that you don't get your res- your uh, residuals. They're then saying, "Cool, we have a ten episode, ten to twelve episode slot, but we're only hiring this writer for two of those episodes, and those two episodes aren't going to count for syndication, and they're not going to count for anything else. So you're going to get this lump check for just these two di- these two weeks of work that you're two maybe five weeks of work." That you're really getting, and then you go on your way, and you d- and we don't see you again unless we call you back. I think the problem goes further than that because, from my understanding, is that networks are afraid to pick up shows because they don't want to have that hope that these shows can like last. There's there's that fear, mm-hmm. right? Shows will usually run for 20 episodes. The first season, they usually only order 10 episodes to be on the safe side. Mm-hmm. Yes. But now, instead of being on the safe side. And ordering only 10 as a start and then ordering more for the season, they order 10 and it's done. I actually didn't know this. So I was listening to the Witches of Waverly podcast Mm -hmm. and I thought it was so, don't judge me. It's the Wizards. Wizards of Waverly Waverly Place. Place. Are you serious? There's yeah, a podcast? There's no, a podcast. I'm not looking at you because I'm judging you. I'm yeah. looking at it because I'm like, I didn't know they had a podcast. Oh yeah, yeah that's a, a new. Th- you know what? That's another new thing now. Is, is a lot of like these uh, these child actors. Yeah. They're having podcasts with their castmates. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Hold up. So there's a Witchers of Wazerly. Wait, oh my god, I can't say it. There's a podcast on them. Is Selena Gomez the one that's Sel- on? No, no Selena no, Gomez is not. It's her. Co- it's the co-star and then the dad. Yeah. Out of the two hosts. Is it a good podcast? It's actually really good because they talk about, because they go through episode by episode uh-huh. and they talk about the trouble that they were going through while filming. Mm-hmm. They go through everything else. Like the dad was saying, he goes, it's interesting because when we first got picked up in the very beginning for our pilot, we had already filmed all of season one 
before the show even got picked up. So before the pilot even aired, we had filmed an entire season yeah. and we're already working on season two. And then he was going, the reason why we did that is because you guys aged so fast. Mm. So we were already working on season two stuff and we needed, because we needed to film as fast as possible. So that means that we were doing an episode a week and you were, we were trying to bang them out as fast as possible because that would happen. And they wanted to make sure that we had them at this age. So he was going, when episode one is coming out, we're already in season two and we have all these storylines that are kind of going on. So, you know, you kind of forget what's going on when think of what's airing and what you're working on. But those shows, I feel like you can just crank them out fast because they're kind of like filmed on one set. They're like one and done. They're classic sitcoms, right? Well, like the thing is like iCarly season three is supposed to be coming out. The new one that's on Paramount Plus, I think their new season starts in June. But they just finished their last season, like not that long ago, season True. two. True, because they right? I also have you watched? Have you listened to the Boy Meets World podcast? I I mean I no. It's actually really. Funny. It's actually really good. Yeah. It's really, really good. That they, and then also the Ned Ned's Declassified one's really good. That one's super funny. Yeah, that one's really. I heard good. that they good for them for picking up that name. I heard mm. that they couldn't use that name because Nickelodeon. Yeah. yeah, and then and Nickelodeon so, just kind of. It's so yeah. weird how Nickelodeon treats the. For Ned's the classified, like they really don't care about it, but they don't want them to do anything with it. Yeah, because apparently they they pitched a reboot. Yeah, yeah, and they and they, and they went, no, we're not going to do it. And they go, cool, can we buy it so we can ship it around? So yeah, we can shop so it send it to some other places or something yeah. else. And they go, no, we're like you can't have it right now. Mm-hmm. We might use it in the future. Yeah, and then, and then after that they announce, oh, Zoe one hundred and one, you know, yeah. show is going to revamp. But that's the but that's, that's a, yeah, that's you a, know, I'll I'll say this. Mm-hmm. It's funny how they're not doing that, mm-hmm. but they revamped iCarly. Yeah, yeah. So, but that but that's besides the point. The reason why I was I was even mentioning what mm-hmm. was going on over mm-hmm. here was because you have all of these shows that are only going for ten episodes, and everything else, but they're they're trying to pump these out and pay people as less these writers the the least amount of money as possible so what's happening is, is that you're getting only two episodes of pay whereas what it used to be is you were a writer's room and you went through an entire season that's why also sometimes some shows feel off because what happens is that you have writers in the very beginning but those writers aren't the same throughout the se- throughout the entire season. So there's ups and that's why there's a lot of ups and downs mm-hmm. in a season because is it doesn't case, feel it doesn't feel consistent. Is that the case with Cobra Kai though? Because Cobra Kai has felt pretty solid. No, that's been the same writers room. Mm-hmm. That's been the same, right? It's been yeah. the same writers yeah. room. But if you go by like Game of Thrones, uh-huh. totally different writers mm-hmm. for er- episode to episode. Uh, what was it, uh, Miss Marvel? Mm-hmm. different writers episode to episode yeah same mandalorian so same thing that's the thing yeah so you you have certain bigger productions that will have okay you guys are going to do episode this group right here is going to do episode one three and five yes this room is going to be doing two four and six it's so that way they can speed up the process yes and pump it out fast and sometimes nine times out of ten there's no communication between these two rooms. They have a outline yeah. of this is what they're talking about mm-hmm. over here. This is an outline of what they're doing. So that's another reason why sometimes when you're watching a TV show, mm-hmm. you go, it was really good in the beginning of the show. And then in the middle, it dips a little bit mm-hmm. and then it picks up again because you have these lulls inside of it. Cause maybe you had a different writer's room that was working on it or whatever. But the other thing that people aren't <clears throat> thinking about is the fact that you're only getting paid for maybe a week, yeah. a, a week's worth of work. But then 
people writers are then saying oh we're not going to take on other jobs because i don't know if the job i just worked on is going to get picked up yeah so that's passing on other jobs that's what we kind of mentioned last week was that a lot of writers have had to pick up a lot of you know gigs more frequently mm-hmm. because they're just kind of they're not being let go but they're finishing up their contracts and then having to kind of just like find newer ones yeah. honestly right? it's very close to the way that the video game industry treats its animators mm-hmm. and it's uh, game designers are very much your contract based mm-hmm. i get it to a and point you get dropped at any point i get it to a point right because you don't want to basically if your writer doesn't work out if mm-hmm. they're stale right or they're not building the story up to have that audience interest mm-hmm. you don't want to be stuck with that writer right well, and then have the show be potentially dead but, but remember it's not there there isn't in, in no show or anything like that it is not a single writer it is, it is it's a, multiple it's writers a, it's a head writer with a writer's room yes mm-hmm. and then they bounce ideas off so that's the problem right there is that's where i i, I agree with them in the sense that these shows need to have those risks because if you don't have that risk of having writers consistently be on that show right Mm-hmm. You you start to fall in that problem that you have that you were saying right, which is the shows start to have lulls or certain episodes don't connect to one another and certain ideas get thrown out of the way. Why was this idea mentioned in this episode and never yeah. brought back again? You're missing those elements, right? It's kind of like comic books. Yeah, Cobra Kai to me has always felt so different than most other shows that have had the same format of only having ten to eleven mm-hmm. episodes per season because every season has felt like a like a break yeah. of some kind. It doesn't feel like a season end. Mm-hmm. It feels like this is the end of this segment. Yeah, we're moving on to the next one. Yeah. Now the reason I want to kind of also say that uh, we're falling into this like idea of only having ten to you know mm-hmm. fourteen episodes per season. Streaming did a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And it's this binge mentality that these streaming services have kind of modernized now. Mm-hmm. I need to break right? this out. Huh? Yeah. I need to pump this out. As you need fast to pump this out. People will be, like in. I, I we've talked about this before, way back in the previous mm-hmm. issues. I'm not for the binge mentality. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. like it. It's there. I like having the ability and the option to do yeah, so. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But you're missing <laughs> the excitement. Of That's like the, the week by week excitement. Yeah, I, okay, like it, as an example, Mando season two. Mando season two is an amazing thing when watching it as it's coming out. Yeah. Because it's episode to episode. But if you were just to go, all 10 episodes are up, go watch them and everything like that, I don't think you would have had that same, oh my God moment at the very end of the season mm-hmm. because there would have been some people that finished it the first night and then the ending would have been spoiled. Mm -hmm. And then there's people that would have finished it five months down the road. And, but the ending would have been spoiled for everybody. Whereas you kind of going on this journey with Mando and you kind of, and you doing everything else by the time you get to that, it is now an event. You're, you're, you're getting to it and you're like, Oh my God, we're going to finish the storyline. Everybody watches it at the same time. And it, and you know everybody has this event style mm-hmm. of watching, and we don't have that a lot anymore. No, no, we don't because people will binge them. <clears throat> That's great. Same thing with Breaking Bad. Same thing with any of these other shows. Oh yeah, can you yeah. imagine watching Breaking Bad when a season comes out and it's all up on just to binge. Oh, dude, that's what I did for Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, that you did in general I, for Breaking I, Bad? In, in, in gen- I, yeah. One of my buddies, because the last season of Breaking Bad was coming out, and one of my buddies had never seen Breaking Bad, and I go, dude, Breaking Bad is amazing. And he goes, I'm not going to like Breaking Bad. And I go, dude, you're going to love Breaking Bad. I told Maddie that, too, because she doesn't want to watch Breaking Bad. But I go, like, no, you'll like it. It's fun. It's it's very suspenseful. It's fun? Yeah. No, it's it's it's, it's honestly. It's, it's okay. fun in a suspenseful way. Yeah. yeah, it's fun in a suspenseful way because you're so involved. Yeah, you, you get, are. You get you're so invested. enticed. You're very yeah. invested. 
But the thing is that I remember watching it with him, and it was so interesting to see him in so ingrained in the show by the end of the first episode, he literally went, push the next episode, like push play. Yeah. And go on to the next episode to the point where he was sleeping over and just watching Breaking just Bad on my TV. Yeah. There's The internet has brought a lot of good things and a lot of bad things. Yeah. It has. The internet brought us streaming. Yeah. You're able to watch TV, films, whatever it is that you want on the go, mm-hmm. your phones, anything, right? And it also gave us, I mean, Netflix. Netflix was a game changer when it first came out, right? It, oh, you, yeah. you, were get, you get to rewatch shows that have been out for years and have no access to it. Now you can. Yeah. Right? That's how, for me at least, Netflix was how I got to watch Blue Mountain State. Oh, really? Because, yeah. That, that, it, that, the streaming service introduced me to Blue Mountain mm-hmm. State, right? The thing I have a problem with right now is that Netflix to me is kind of like an enemy. Mm-hmm. because it releases everything all at once. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus at least is enjoyable in the sense that when it comes to those shows, mm-hmm. you release them on a weekly basis, right? I might have fallen behind on Mando Season 3, but the option of having these weekly releases was really entertaining because you get to be excited for, oh, I can't wait for next week kind of mentality, no. right? Yeah. The other thing that I don't like about the internet right now, right, in terms of like how it's affecting everyone is that, because to me, we've, we can all agree on this, writers are the foundation of any good story product mm-hmm. of any good story right the excitement gets ruined when these things come out all at once mm-hmm. or or you know there's a premiere mm-hmm. on some sort and guardians 3 is a good example of this right where i already knew the ending of guardians 3 mm-hmm. simply by a thumbnail that was posted on youtube mm-hmm. by ign and it was the outline of adam warlock and the title reads information about the new avenger or the new guardian and i'm like you just ruined it obviously like i could have put the two and two together if i really thought about it but if i'm playing dumb i wouldn't have known until the very end in all fairness i didn't know what it was new rock stars posted uh what was it information on the after credit scene for guardians and it's a picture of giant group and, but the thing is that it was all blurred, and it says censored across it. So, you, mm-hmm. so the entire image is blurred, and it says censored across mm-hmm. it. But you can see the outline of some some giant figure. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was, and I was kind of like, "That's interesting." Like, I wonder what that is. I didn't click the video. But when I went into the when I went into the movie and we got yeah. to that point, I yeah. was like, "Oh, that's well, what it was." It's interesting because they also changed Groot's color tone. Yeah, in mm-hmm. that the reason too. I bring this up is yeah. because this idea is kind of what a lot of production companies, or not production companies, but distributors, <clears throat> right, are kind of writing off on, is that, well, people have access to all this stuff, all this information. Why do we need to play it safe and, you know, or play it, why do we need to do the things that these guys are demanding, mm-hmm. right? They're going to fall into the fact that these writers don't need to have, or need, we need to keep these writers mm-hmm. for longer than 10 episodes. Yeah. We don't need to order a 20-episode show because people are still liking these 10-episode arcs. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. Right. It feels like they kind of have the upper hand here. They don't need to fall into the demands. Mm-hmm. The Internet has also brought us AI. It's the new thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. That's been around for years at this point, but it just got like popularized. It's not the last that, couple of months. No, it's not that it, it's been around for so many years. It's it has never been so accessible Thank you. That's what it to, is, the, yeah. to the to the to uh, the to the public. ChatGPT is now an app on your phone. It can be. No, it is. I, I know, but what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is that you know you can download ChatGPT on your phone, mm-hmm. and you can you know do whatever. Now my thing is that I I know like uh, Mrs. Davis. We were talking about it before the show started. It's mm-hmm. a show that they the writers uh, in the people in the writers room uh, 
as they're writing a script, whenever they seem to run into a problem, they then run the script through it and then they tell it to find the next, like, how do I get to this point? Mm -hmm. And then chat GBT will then find a way to like connect. The AI. These, yeah, yeah. The AI will then figure out how to connect it. So the other thing that the writers are conflicted about is that the writers are conflicted in saying that you cannot take away our jobs and give it to an AI. And they want that confirmation from the producers. They want them to say, your jobs are safe. Mm -hmm. Even if we do use AI, we still have to have writers in the room to observe it, to do whatever or anything mm -hmm. like that, to monitor and make sure that the storylines are staying the same way. They don't want to say that. They, they, they're kind of going on the thing of like, well, we have ChatGBT, so why don't we use it? But the thing that I feel like also the producers don't understand from ChatGPT is they don't understand how it works. They don't understand the technology that's in front of them. They just see it as a new mode of you know convenience because ChatGPT is not coming up with a storyline. It's not coming up with ideas. What it's doing is it's searching the internet and then finding things that match your question or your statement inside of it. So if you sell, if you tell it, I want you to make a, let's say if you're a teacher, I want you to make a lesson plan on how to make uh, Star Wars slime. It's then going to scour the internet for Star Wars and slime, <clears throat> those key words, then put it together and then search the internet for how exactly to make the thing that you're asking for and then make a lesson plan for it. It's, but it does not create. It's not going to have a generic, I mean, a genuine idea of how exactly to make it. Just like the High Evolutionary said, if you don't, if anything, no, but honestly, Guardi Guardians Three, no, but it does, yeah, but it, but it, but it does fit. Yeah. Of if you make if you make something think, but it doesn't have any invention, it's gonna die on the vine. There's no way of it actually putting emotion or anything else into its storylines. You mm -hmm. need that human aspect inside of a story or else it's going to fall flat it's this this idea of ai really and i've been trying to find the episode but i don't know why south park hasn't posted the new season up anywhere for me to watch or at least i can't find it i really want to watch the ai written episode mm -hmm. because oh. it's yeah it's interesting to me because i get the feeling that they did it i mean obviously Matson and trey parker approved it as a parody right they wanted to see how chat gpd would write a south park episode yeah it's funny right but regardless of it like you still need the writers to make because that's the thing is that the uh the thumb or not the thumbnail but the the pro i don't know if you still have it as a profile picture the ai generated uh drawing that they did of you oh yeah i still have that you still yeah. have that right mm -hmm. okay so the big controversy when it comes to that is that ai pulled art from other art to make that happen yeah right and so what ended up happening is that people were then or artists we're then complaining that because you're using other people's work mm -hmm. to make this piece, mm -hmm. there's no credit given to them. So That's to true. me, how is this a defendable argument that but. AI is okay to be used to write and create shows? And even if they're saying, oh, but we're running scripts through to make sure that the points can connect and everything mm -hmm. like that. Again, you said it perfectly yourself. AI is using sources from other sort or from other places mm -hmm. to generate its own thought process. It's not like someone in the background is like writing the script for AI and making original ideas. Mm -hmm. These AIs aren't creating original ideas. They're pulling from other pieces of work. So how's that okay? Or are producers going to credit everything the AI is using mm -hmm. in any format, be it the script or be it how it's shot or well, whatever it well, is? It's the same thing as um, what was it? I, f I forget which label did it, where they had a 
they were they were putting out mixtapes by Drake and um, someone else, and an AI was generating music that was just like them and auto, and using their voices from like interviews and everything like that mm-hmm. to then make songs. Yeah, and they were going and then they then went and went. That's that's blatant. You can't do that. Yeah, because I didn't personally make that music. Mm-hmm. Now you're putting my my name in it and everything else. You can't do that, and then they ended up shutting it down because you know it there was a lot of copyright and everything mm-hmm. else. But you have this AI that does scare people because it's will this replace my job? And honestly, even in, even in you know my line of work, I know a, my boss has told me, well, why aren't you just using the chatbot to make to do your work? Or why aren't you doing this? Mm. Or how exactly can you use the chatbot to make your job easier? And not only that, but also why would I need to train you on how to do something like that if you can just use a chatbot to do it? Mm. But the thing is that you don't you when you do stuff like that. I was talking to a buddy of mine that was using the chatbot, and he goes, I'm, "I was using the chatbot to help me answer questions for school, but I wasn't putting the answer that the chatbot was giving me as my schoolwork. I would then read the chatbot." kind of see what it said and then go, okay, then go back to my notes and then rewrite what it is that it said. And I would rewrite it in my own words and kind of use what it has said as a base. It'll, uh, MKBHD. Cause it, it does, his, it does also get things wrong. MKBHD said it on his podcast waveform. I think I mentioned in the last issue that people that use chatbots mm. AI to generate work and then just copy paste aren't using it effectively. Mm. If people use chatbots, as tools, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you place a hammer and a nail together, the hammer is not going to nail the nail down to a board. Mm-hmm. No, you need to have that, uh, like that 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 work to yes. be put behind it, right? I don't think AI is bad if you use it as a tool. Yes. If you're using it as a way to make sure that it like the dots connect on a script, that's fine. We do have to wrap up the segment because we're running out of time, so Absolutely. I'm just going to end it with this. Given the fact that the writer strike is happening now, mm-hmm. right? The first writer strike that happened lasted 150 something days, I think is what I mentioned last yeah, issue. Yes. The last writer strike in the 2008, 2007, 2007, 2008 era was about 100 and it was 120 something days. It was, you know, it was like that. This one, it's been a week so far. Mm-hmm. Do we think that this writer strike is going to last the 100 days or even 50 days for that matter? I think that it's going to last the 50 days because I feel like, because I do know that as of today, it would be Sunday that they're meeting again mm-hmm. to then talk about it and try to come to a resolution. Mm-hmm. I, based off of the things that they rejected, those are pretty key things. And, you know, I, I do feel that the producers aren't understanding that, yes, they are, ma- yes, writers are making upwards of $100,000, let's just say on a script. But they're not understanding that 20% of that then goes to management. It then goes to the talent. It then goes to, like, money is going other places. So they feel like, oh, yeah, they're being properly compensated compensated for it, but then not going, oh, yeah, but that money then needs to get distributed through all these other avenues. The writers are seeing that there's a lot of money being invested and being given through these shows. They want want some of that back because they know that they're being skimped out on a lot of stuff. But the thing is that also they're they're seeing that there's no longevity to it. Mm -hmm. If I put this piece of work out in a lot of other medium, if if I'm an actor, because it's my face, I will get residuals or something, or uh, I will keep on getting money for it because it keeps on playing. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I can and I can count on that money when I get older or when I want to retire or if I want to do anything else. In a sense, these these writers are kind of working paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And it's and it and it does and especially in LA or even in New York or mm-hmm. wherever they might be writing from, it, it's expensive to live. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's expensive for everybody to live nowadays. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that I don't feel that businesses understand that they under, they still see it as the bottom line and they're not seeing it from their point of view. Yeah. I've also noticed that a lot of shows are coming out really fast. So I was surprised. Like I said, I Carly's coming out in a, in a month or so. Right. There's another show that was also announced that's like being pushed out soon. But do you think that the shows that are being released within the next coming months, mm-hmm. do you think that they were also affected by the writer strike, even though it just started like two weeks ago? No, I think that anything that is coming out in like the next like six months has either all been written. It's the same thing with um, what's it called? What was it saying? House of Dragons, mm-hmm. where they were saying that House of Dragons production is stopped, but all the all the scripts had been turned in. Mm-hmm. Like all the scripts have been turned in, everything <coughs> approved. You know they're they're moving they're moving along in the background, but they're not necessarily writing anymore. We won't see any sort of um, delay, delay, or I want to say like how things turn out. Maybe until the coming of year, mm-hmm. when we see what what's coming out for Cobra Kai. Yeah. You know, because that's supposed to come out in twenty twenty four. And so and now it's now but they've stopped production. So that's that's the difference between Mm -hmm. the one that happened last time and the one that's happening now. Yeah, shows are stopping. Like they're stopping production Mm -hmm. in terms of like we're not doing anything. But the the other thing is that then goes based on on scheduling because that becomes another problem. Mm -hmm. Because let's just say Zolo happens to do really well. Blue Beetle's coming out. Blue Beetle's already finished. Yeah, Blue Beetle blows up. He becomes a superstar more than he is already. You know, and then his schedule starts ramping up where it's like you uh, you're getting a movie, you're getting a movie in January, you're getting a movie in in July, you're getting all these different movies. And then they still haven't filmed the ending of Cobra Kai. That could definitely change the way the story is going to be told just because of his availability. That's what I'm referring to is that 2007, 2008, the writer strike that happened then. The biggest example, the face of that one is Heroes. Yes. yes. Heroes was written, it went downhill fast. Well, yeah, Heroes was, and Castle. It, it was really. Hero, Heroes, Castle, and Lost yeah. were like three of the majors that I, were like really hit by Heroes it. really hit a snag. It was during the writer's strike where they had the first season done. I mean, the first season done, obviously, and then the second half of season two, which if you watch it, it is pretty consistent. The yeah. first like four episodes are really good. And then they started bringing in these, you know, Claire had a love interest of a guy that had a power that can fly. And that was going back and forth. And then Peter and Nathan were having the falling out as well, too. And Peter basically was so originally. So from what I've heard too, Peter, Siler and the guy that can read minds were when they when you saw their character, quote unquote, die, they were originally for the, the original plan was to kill him off yeah, and then move forward and keep going and stuff like that. But the thing was, is that the studio was like, oh no, people like these characters. Then the writer strike happened and they're like, well, we got to write them in. So they brought in different writers. They brought in experienced people, mm-hmm. even people from what I heard, mm-hmm. people that never wrote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just brought in like, it was stuffs. just basically they were willing to do it. They brought well, the they- C team. 
Well, they, they, yeah. they've got producers that mm -hmm. then said their job isn't that hard. Mm -hmm. I could do their job. Yeah, I remember. And then mm -hmm. they then brought these producers in, and then they then wrote scripts that were v vastly subpar. Mm -hmm. And it really drive and it, and it drove the production, and it drove the shows into the ground. Mm -hmm. So this is why I'm saying that this writer's strike might not last as long as we think, because yeah. a lot of these productions have s just stopped. Yeah. They're not bringing in people. Like in the in the article that we were reading last week, they were saying like, oh, there's certain contracts mm -hmm. and that, you know, other uh, – you know, other production lines mm -hmm. basically still have to show up. Actors still have to like, yeah, they're still contractually obligated until maybe like the end of the year or exactly. in the end of next year. And if year. they don't, they get replaced, but yeah. the writers aren't there. So what are they going to do? Just start so writing is, scripts again. So like I, I see then? what you mean that this is possibly putting a fire under the productions mm -hmm. of a lot of stuff that's on hold. And then maybe they're trying they're like, listen, we got to meet terms with them. We got to get these. We got, we cannot yeah. spend a son of the yeah. day. Cause now going back to what Nick was saying, mm -hmm. if certain actors, like for example, Solo is his name? Zolo. 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 If he gets popular, he gets booked. They need to oh, film Cobra Kai. Okay. Yeah. Oh they're yeah. Film Cobra Kai. Mm -hmm. Now they're going to say like, oh shoot. Like we need to work with this actor. Yeah. They can't just end season yeah. six. I think everyone is, what it is yeah. or season five Before. with a different actor. Yeah, Cause everyone knows him as Miguel right now. Yeah. But once Blue Beetle comes out, they're going to know this is Jaime. Yeah. This is Jaime Reyes. Not only that, I mean, just based off of the trailer, oh, I what's mean, her it, name? it looks sick. Mm -hmm. It looks really great. Are you, are you talking about Eleven? No, 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 no. Um, oh, my God. Cobra Kai. Peyton? Peyton. Oh, yeah. She's she's huge now. Yeah. She's, she's, oh, she's, she's getting, she's in a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's, she's in a lot, lot of stuff. Work. She's she's getting some horror films. Peyton List. She's, Where's Peyton, Peyton List? Peyton List. Yeah, is that she, her name? yeah, she's gotten some horror films. She mm -hmm. has some more serious work that's coming out. She's too, got a couple on, more series on Peacock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, she's getting some great work. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that, like I said, Cobra Kai is setting up these kids to uh, to you know have great careers. Mm -hmm. There's a point where these guys are not going to look like high schoolers. No, the, the, she's aging out too. Yeah. That's she the is, thing. and that's she's the thing already, though. Is, she's already like twenty something. Did you see? She's the, a child. Damn it! <laughs> no, she's already. She's, I know. She's, she's no, but that, no, no. I, <laughs> Did you see the uh, the 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 video she did with uh, Josh from I did. Mythical yeah, Kitchen? I did. Dude, she does not look like a kid anymore. No, she's, no. She's Wait, like, what, is, what does she look like? Uh, she's how old is she now? She's like tw over twenty one, isn't she? Oh, I think she's I mean, in she's her like mid twenties. I thought she was like 22, 23. 23 yeah. I think she's in her mid twenties now. But regardless of yeah. it, dude, the way she presented herself on that interview, she did not look like she would like play off a seventeen. 18 year old well that's the same thing with billy bobby brown mm -hmm. billy bobby brown you know she's aging out she's 25 mid-20s yeah huh? she's, she's 25. 25 yeah peyton oh and stranger things is also stopped production too yeah because billy bobby brown she's 19 right now mm -hmm. and if that if you halt right now she's gonna be what 21 by the time that you finish well stranger they are things? time skipping in the news in the last i mean i get I, okay so i guess it kind of works out but, but still, i no, mean but still, it's I still, but you, you know these kids a lot of these are still you know, they're still kids. How, he's 21. He's 21. 21? Yeah, because that dude looks 21. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's got a full beard now. <laughs> that, that guy's got a full beard. He's 24. He's 24. Mm. Dang. Yeah, that, that, about yeah that, it's, that, it's that jaw. It's that jawline. Mm. So we do have to wrap up this 20. issue, but. They're I all think in their 20s? <laughs> they're, all getting, they're all in their 20s and still in junior. And still, I mean, still, still in high school. school. Still <laughs> senior <laughs> year. Yeah, all these kids are getting drunk on set. And. <laughs> <laughs> And then going like, oh, mom and dad, oh my god, Samantha, she's twenty, she's almost thirty, she's almost thirty. Wait, how old is she? What? She's twenty-seven. Dang, dude, she looks great mm -hmm. for twenty-seven, dude. I she thought she looks eighteen. Yeah, he's twenty-one. Good for she them. How's the brother? Hold on, little brother. He is. I was not saying. I was not saying how old he is. <laughs> he's actually no, thirty. Because, <laughs> no, because I do think he's like fifteen. 
I, mm-hmm. I, would, I would expect him to be 15, Good for them. Mm-hmm. We got to really, wrap up this really issue. Out. We got to wrap up this issue, Nick. Okay? We got to wrap up this issue. But I think we can all agree that we're for the writers. They should be compensated correctly. But I don't think that this writer strike will last as long as the previous ones. We really quick, we did say that we were gonna talk about Fast X real quick. What are your predictions? Well, we're gonna see it uh next week and then we're gonna re- that's the next issue, guys, is that we're gonna review Fast X. Yeah. It'll be fast and it's the tenth movie. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, what what are your what do you think is gonna happen? You think it's gonna be good? It's, it's a fast movie. I'm going in there, no expectations. That's it. I, look, what do you want from me? Okay, I still like the Fast franchise. I don't mm-hmm. care what people think. I'm going to go in there. No matter how wrong you may be. May, listen, listen. If Fast 10 sucks, mm-hmm. okay? If you Fast got, 10 is my break. If it sucks, you got your family there. <laughs> we'll give you a hug. Imagine if Fast 10 was my breaking point. <laughs> that would be funny. What if Fast 10 brings you back? See, here's my thing, though. If Fast 10 brings me back, that's great. But if Fast, I I, if Fast 10 loses you... I would it brings be very him back, su- loses you. <laughs> I, I, I would be so surprised if if it lost you, guys. I was just kidding. I was for Fast Nine, but I just didn't want to be alongside. No, Brian. okay. So in, in all <laughs> now fairness, that he left, I'm back. But before, in I'm case always, you're listening, and never left. Like that, I'm telling. I'm calling it right now. Brian O'Connor dies. He gets murdered by Aquaman. I don't think so. By the Aquatic Man. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think so. No, because they need a reason to be upset, and he Ludacris dies. Why kill a character when it's a Ludacris. lot easier for me to kill off somebody who already passed because away? Because he had a good wrap up. If they kill him, that's where I lose it. There's no reason. They sent him off. Just let him be. I but here, well, because here's the thing: his sister's back. Yeah. Why would her sister be back? I don't know. The they're franchise be, makes no sense. Because they're sent family. Off. <laughs> But unless it, it was doesn't for matter if that let, she's still alive, she can do whatever she wants. Maybe she's like, you know what? Dom's my brother. I got to go step up for him. Mm-hmm. That's why she's back. No, she's back because no, no, no. Someone she, needs to take care of the kid. And then he's talking. And it's Brian. He's, that then he's talking to his, Then he's talking to his, no, his no, no, son. No, no. That Brian, is age skipped. It's Brian that stays. Okay, so if the kids. they do kill off Brian, how would that? Then I you quit. Feel? You quit. That's, that's, that's it. My breaking You're point, done. Dude. That's it. That's yeah. your breaking. That's my breaking point. You don't kill Brian right now. Brian, we have the same name. He doesn't die. He's. If Brian like, dies, this Brian dies. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, they gotta they gotta get an emotional moment. How do they kill him off? Dude, you know what's stupid about He's that? Driving to see his car blows up. <laughs> no, you know what's the he stupid is- thing? They can't bring Paul Walker's brother back. Why not? It doesn't make any sense, right? Here's the stupid thing. He's if they kill, get into a car if they kill Brian O'Connor off screen, mm-hmm. right? Like let's say that they just rebuilt the house. They just rebuilt the house in Fast Nine. Right? Yeah, they blew it up again. Okay, so that's my freaking problem. <laughs> they blew it up again. If they all walk out of that house. <laughs> right? Let me grab the keys. <laughs> but we don't see him at all yeah. in the movie. Right? Where's and Brian? then the house blows up and he's in it and yeah. that's how he dies? Yeah. What a, that's my brain. What, what about if they're all barbecuing Dumbs. and then you see the car pull up and then they're like, oh, Brian's late. And then you see like, Oh yeah, he brought the coronas. And then as soon as he comes up, and then he just and then the car just explodes. That's <laughs> it. And then they're like, you, oh, oh no. If they don't show Brian O'Connor in any way and he dies off screen, <laughs> Brian's that's all, my breaking point. That's my son! That's my that's boy! My boy! <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> 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 And with that, let's wrap up.
wrap up issue 148. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here at Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget to check out our website at keepingupwiththenerds.com. Yeah. Check out our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel if you have not yet. Subscribe at Keeping Up With The Nerds. And check out our audio platforms at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. Don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. And if you didn't like it, then don't rate it because we don't want forget, those negativities. I, the <laughs> I was just waiting to just like cut it right here. Like, I'm fun, like, and we're done. <laughs> it's my boy. Take it away. Bye. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 148. My name is Renee. Nick, this is Brian. Signing off from Under City Comics. We'll see you all next time. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget to follow us here and all other platforms and socials, including YouTube, for the live version of the show. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.